Salutations. Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from the town of Ambrose discussing the 2005 horror remake, House of Wax. This film was directed by Jaume Coyet Serra with story by Charles Belden and a screenplay by Chad and Carrie W. Hayes. Taking this remake in a different direction than the 1953 version starring Vincent Price, this film received mixed to negative reviews from critics. Despite committed performances and impressive set pieces, House of Wax is widely regarded as a bad movie. But this doesn't stop it from attaining so bad it's good status for many horror fans who still love this movie despite its flaws. This film was suggested to us by friends of the show, Megan Martinez, Itzy M, Megan M, Girl That's Scary, Jasmine, Blaine Hancock, Noreen S, and Jimmy Comer. This film was also the winner of our April Patreon poll, so thank you to all of our patrons who participated and voted. If you want to help us pick an episode, join us over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash thepodmortem. So, what did you guys think of House of Wax the first time you saw it? I didn't watch this in the theater. I remember watching it on DVD, but I remember... (laughs) I remember not liking it. <laughs> uh, I, I was what, uh, 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. when the. So I want to say I do like the kills and I do remember some of them. And I was like, man, and, and the movie is fun. But um, I still didn't 100% enjoy it. <laughs> i mean I, I get it you know like it, it's it's just i uh, like that you put you put a hundred percent in there to soften the blood <laughs> well i'd like i would like to know yeah. and we'll find out at the end of the show what percent, what percent? Did, yeah. did you enjoy? <laughs> uh not a lot okay well, <laughs> well i mean it there there is some good things in the movie i just uh, i uh i felt like maybe maybe it was the characters for me i don't know yes and then we will get in more into that so i know that's a whole different other topic mm. uh i do remember watching this as a teenager mm. i know that we watched it as a family just mm. in the living room regular whatever yeah yeah but the real reason that I remember this movie, and as a younger brother, I don't intend to embarrass my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. But I'm embarrassing myself too, because uh, Nay and I wrote a screenplay called The Black Palace. Now, <laughs> it's a ripoff. <laughs> it's it is such a ripoff of this movie. Like, and I I didn't think that this movie stuck to my bones at all. Yeah, yeah. But if if we ripped it off <laughs> as, it as badly as we did, because yeah. there is one scene that happens in a church that is basically like they <laughs> they stole our movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh damn, we would have been sued like bad. Yeah. So I'm glad we never got it greenlit. But <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think that I'm with JP. I putting this on a so bad it's good poll after seeing it on so many so bad it's good lists. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for more, mm-hmm. right? And I will say the production design, the effects, incredibly They're impressive. Really good. Yeah, no, They're yeah, really good. Um, but the script and the um, you know, I don't even have a problem with like I'd say like seventy, <laughs> I'd say like seventy eight percent of the performances. <laughs> <laughs> 78 yes. it's, it's a big cast yep. uh, <laughs> but um the wax figures do great yeah uh, <laughs> no complaints no, no complaints notes. there but i just feel like it's it's very odd pacing for a teen slasher 
Well, hold on, though. I, teen? Well, it, that's the thing, though. Are they? They're drinking beer. They're think, driving. Well, they're, they're, I think they're going to a college game. Yeah, I, I, but I thought that. early 20s. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, it's very odd pacing for a, <laughs> for a 20 something <laughs> slasher. Because uh, for me, and this is no hyperbole, I think it takes an hour to get into shit. Imagine yeah. my surprise when this film wins the poll and I try to get a jump start on it and I realize that it's two hours long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was very surprised. <laughs> and I will say the thing about it is that I can totally see how people love it. I can see how it holds a nostalgic place for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But aside from... Um, plagiarizing it i feel like (laughs) (laughs) we never really had that attachment to it and i i I remember we watched the original with mom as kids Mm -hmm. but this is nothing to do with the original no right and so there's not even really that um almost like the same thing where you could watch a texas chainsaw remake if you like texas chainsaw massacre Mm -hmm. and feel you're like no dude that's leatherface yeah you know there's nothing (laughs) there's nothing like that here unless you have a particular wax figure you love (laughs) (laughs) so i mean um it's it's very interesting they even said in um an interview they said well it was in fangoria they're like well really what we're more doing here is tourist (laughs) trap it's like well then why didn't you just remake remake tourist trap (laughs) like why would you say that in in print in in newsprint No, I hadn't seen this since I guess we stole it as kids. <laughs> um this was on we worked pretty hard trying to put together a list for so bad it's good films mm-hmm. for the poll. I was very surprised when this won. Yes. Surprised at how many requests <laughs> we already had for it. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, this is gonna be campy trash. Like right. I'm I'm you know, Paris Hilton, which I have my own thoughts on. I don't think that she was treated very fairly during mm. the production of this, whatever. No, I agree. Um, or not necessarily production, marketing maybe. I yeah. don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh this is gonna be trash. Like I'm I'm in the mood for trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to eat some trash. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to eat some trash. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean? Though? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yes, yeah, yes. no, because if this leaned a little more into that, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, and that's the problem. So that's, that's the like, thing because it starts. It feels like you're like, oh, this is gonna be camp. Yeah. Yes. But not really. But not yeah. really. But a little bit. But, but not, not really. really. So it's it's kind of strange for me. And I think kind of expecting it to be, I don't want to throw <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night under the bus, but like <laughs> <laughs> kind of sweet little baby vibes. And it, it it's just not. It seems very serious. I mean, and I had no idea that the director, this is the same dude that did Orphan. Yes. Yeah. These are the same writers that did The Conjuring. Unbelievable. Like, I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. And so that's even more <laughs> shocking. <laughs> but you look at the cast and you look at, I mean, it is just like, I will say, uh, I think that I enjoyed it the most out of the three, just from the short conversation we had this Probably. morning. I'm not saying that this is good. I'm saying that I appreciate it. Because it really feels like an early 2000s time capsule. Yes. I mean, <laughs> every piece of it does. Oh, no, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I really enjoyed that and appreciated that. I think that the story, it's not, I'm not going to say it's fully flushed out. <laughs> <laughs> but they were doing some interesting things. They were doing some interesting parallels and dualities. They did... Um, 
a movie that we love. Yes. And that has its own themes that kind of tie into the movie as well. I mean, they were doing things here and that's just not even counting for the effects and the set pieces and which are great. (laughs) And like you said, you're 78%. Most of the acting is really good. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) You know, I realize I'm not gonna be as hard on this as i was the texas chainsaw remake okay and so i was really trying to like pull myself to the side and be like what is the difference here and i think it's the reverence that i have for the original texas chainsaw okay that i was like what are you doing just make your own movie you know whatever the same could be said for this but i don't hold house of wax to the you know what i mean right the same level as i do i get it i get it but you know this is uh (laughs) this is a ride no yeah it It is too long (laughs) no yeah yeah definitely can we get off yeah (laughs) it's a very long ride yeah i didn't i didn't because i watched this i was 21 when i seen this Okay. okay um I didn't remember it being this long. No. And there is a scene later that I don't know if I Mandela affected myself or <laughs> if I just remembered it different. Uh-huh. But I told your sister when I was watching, I was like, I don't remember this scene happening where it happened. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. But again, I watched it the one time. I'm, I'll am i be 39 this year. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's been some time. It's been a little <laughs> Yeah, it's been a little bit of time. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about some of the things they said behind the scenes for the production. Uh-huh. Um, it was very interesting to me to see how much <laughs> how much of House of Wax is not carried over. Because <laughs> literally, and this is no hyperbole, it's like, did you like the House of Wax? That's about yeah. it. <laughs> That's about all we're doing here. But um, they said that their main influence was more trying to capture the vibe of 70s, 80s slashers. Okay. To where it was almost more. <laughs> okay. So it was it was part of a sentence that the first part made me laugh, but the second part was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's Dark Castle entertainment. Yeah. And we love and we also bear with yeah. <laughs> some, some of their films. You take the good, you take the yeah. bad. <laughs> But they also did Gothica, if you recall. Right. And we haven't covered that yet. Mm. Man, I loved that movie. I'm so worried that we're going to go back and it's trash. I I really loved it. But one of the producers said, you know, they're like, well, with Gothica, what we really captured there was kind of a Rosemary's Baby vibe. I was like, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, you fucking didn't. Did you watch the same movie? (laughs) I don't remember that at all. But um, (laughs) they said what they were going for here was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean... And I said massacre because <laughs> yeah. I'm congested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you you couldn't really. You're like, I, no, no, no. I, the B stands for yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving you that. No, no, no. no you didn't. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> damn it! I will say there there are vibes, especially toward the beginning. Yes, that'll where allow. I I can definitely see that. And the second there's a certain costume change. Yes. I'm like, okay, now you're Jessica Biel. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but we'll get into that mini campaign we talked about yes. later. But I don't know. I mean, as much as I have <laughs> several complaints, <laughs> it's still weirdly fun. It is. It is. It's a it lot is. of fun. While I was watching it, I was like, I, I bet T's hating every minute of this. And then I was in here when John Paul was watching some of it, and it was a <laughs> A lot of pausing, sighing, and then writing something. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, before we sculpt this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's set up camp. The film opens with wax dried on the sides of a stove and dripping down. On top of the stove, a pot of wax bubbles with a thermometer sticking out of it. We pan out and get text that reads 1974. A woman sets aside her cigarette before stirring the contents of the pot. She pulls it off of the stove and ladles the hot wax into a face mold. So there's already a bit of not so subtle Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1974. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening across the street. <laughs> At the table, a small child sits in a high chair eating Cheerios as the woman twists the face mold, letting the wax get into every crevice. Now, this is a family of four that we see. We don't see anybody's face ever. Mm-hmm. No. But the mother mentions to the little boy that he's being so good before pouring him some more Cheerios. Neither of them flinch when the father comes into the room carrying another little boy who is kicking and screaming. The man comments that the boy is really being a monster again today. As the man tries to force the screaming child into the other high chair, the boy kicks the table and the ceramic mold that the wax was in crashes to the floor, breaking. The mother is annoyed, but helps the man force the child into the chair, securing restraints around his legs. These boys are little. Yes. I was honestly very surprised at the difference in treatment of these two brothers. Mm. Yeah. And it was such a shocking opening for this film. Yes. And as it continues, I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I thought this was about wax. Yeah. (laughs) It's horrible. Yeah. Didn't the Simpsons do this with Bart? Yeah, they did. I was like, he gets his Cheerios, he gets some fish heads. (laughs) 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 Lives in the attic. Yep. But the other child just continues to eat his Cheerios, unfazed when the shaking table hits his high chair. The mother laments, why can't this boy be like his brother as she wraps duct tape around the restraints that she tightened around the little boy's legs? They tie restraints around his already reddened and bruised arms and wrap duct tape around those two as he growls and screams. On the tray of the high chair, there's like dried blood. Like they do this. Yeah. When the boy scratches his mother's hand, she immediately slaps him across the face and it cuts to black. We get the title, House of Wax, in wax, as it begins to bubble and melt. So the title card is beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, like, the fact that the brother is just sitting there eating his Cheerios, and there's no, there's nothing weird about this morning. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. To them. They, he carries him in screaming, and neither yeah. of them even, like, turn around. This is just what, this is just breakfast. But it does set up so of, much. Of course. Yeah, it yeah. does. But we cut to a street on present day. It's nighttime and the traffic moves as Minerva by Deftones plays. All right. I was like, oh, okay. Because I was so upset by the opening. This is like a treat. Well, I will say I was expecting an aggressively early 2000s soundtrack. Oh, and you get it, buddy. You get it. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah. But there are some treats along the way. Well, this this was a treat for me. Yeah, yeah. I gave I gave a full ass point for this. Just for the Deftones. Just for the Deftones. So, yeah, I was like, okay, okay. There there is an end credit song. I was like, God damn it! I was very <laughs> oh, you got me. I was no. real excited by the soundtrack. There's one song later that made me laugh. I had to pause. We'll get to it, but I I I thought it was hilarious. But we settle in on a diner and the song seems to be playing in there now as Paige, played by Paris Hilton, dunks a fry and ketchup and takes a bite. 
I will say the fry to ketchup ratio was bonkers. It was wild. <laughs> you, need a, you, know, you need a second fry. <laughs> <laughs> She's living her best life. Mm. Um, I do want to say Paris Hilton, I think, did fine in this. Yeah. There are a couple flat line deliveries, but I mean, she was very good at acting scared. I, th- I think she did fine. Everything I read in the production notes was about how hard she worked. Yeah, yeah. To make sure that she was doing well in this film. Well, because you know people are showing up <laughs> expecting you to be shit. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like she's perfectly serviceable in the role. There's There are, like you said, a few flat line readings. But I feel like people, and this is one thing that kind of annoys me about people, is that when they feel they're meant to hate something, they just do. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, obviously she's nominated for a Razzie. Obviously. Yeah. People are like, man, Paris Hilton's a horrible actress. It's really? Like, Watch yeah. the movie. She was. She's fine. Yeah, yeah she's fine. It's an early two thousands horror movie, and she fits right in. Yeah. Oh she no. Does. Yeah. It's fine. Even in Repo. Yes. She's. I mean, there's. I think there's nothing wrong with either performance of hers. No. But. I did. I did hear two conflicting stories about Paris Hilton being cast. Mm-hmm. One was that it was the idea of the producer just flat out. And she was cast, and she was the first person cast, and then the whole cast was built around Paris Hilton. That's what I had read, that she was the first one cast. To me, that makes more sense than what I heard from the director. The director said, she goes, she was cast like everybody else. And to me, I don't see that ever happening in 2005. Paris Hilton shows up at an audition. She's like, I'm Paris Hilton. I'm with CAA, and I'm, you know, no. (laughs) I doubt it. That did not happen. I guarantee she was selected. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, of course. Because they're trying to give this film 2005 star power. Yeah. I understand. I do think a lot of the choices made are a little uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, And I think that the marketing is kind of bullshit. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But I think that uh, she's fine. She is. But she points to a newspaper and remarks to Carly Jones, played by Alicia Cuthbert, that there's a place in Tribeca for 3000 Carly says that that is still too expensive and that everything she saved up won't even pay rent for two months. She'll have to spend every waking moment that she's not in class working until she graduates. Paige tells her not to even think about not going because she's so proud of her. Carly says that she's going to go, but it's just an internship. Paige chimes in at InStyle Magazine Mm. to let Carly and (laughs) us know it's at InStyle Magazine. She asks if Carly would rather stay waiting tables at the Waffle House forever. And Carly says, no, shout out to our good friend, Bobby Holmes. Ain't nothing wrong with waiting tables at the fucking Waffle House. Nothing wrong with waiting tables, period. It's honest work. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's not <laughs> I don't I don't understand why people look down on certain jobs. Yeah. But then you need people exactly. in these jobs. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. when they don't show up, you're like, oh, what the no fuck? one wants to work anymore. Anyway, that's my little tangent. <laughs> we love you, Bobby. <laughs> but they both laugh as Carly flips through an issue of In Style. Wade, played by Jared Padalecki, comes over and sits next to Carly, saying that he's sorry it took so long, but there were two rednecks wrestling in the bathroom. Paige says that there aren't any rednecks in New York, and he, clearly annoyed, agrees that there's not. The two women share a look, and Paige reads the room. She says she's going to go see what her boyfriend Blake is doing because he seems to like his car more than her nowadays, and she promptly leaves. I would have, too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I mean, we're, okay. I read an interview with the director, and they said... What is so important to me is that this film has well-defined 
<laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> Well-defined characters. Really? And I'm like, man loves car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Man loves car, man, man loves hometown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then um, a lady wants to move. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and it was sad to me because I was reading every single interview that I read with um, Alicia Cuthbert. Uh-huh. Um, they were asking her about her character. And all she said was, she's kind of a tomboy like me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And I was like, that's not much of a character. No. Then. I read no. interviews afterwards that she they were told that the their last name is Jones. And they were like, oh, <laughs> because apparently it was a debate on set that the characters did not have last names. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, but they're, they're fucking defined, okay? That's pretty pull it out of your ass. <laughs> the last uh, yeah. Jones. Uh, yeah, uh, Stevens. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, whatever the fuck Whatever, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next Leave question. Me alone. Yeah. But now alone with Carly, Wade says that he's not trying to make a big deal because he wants them to have a good time on their road trip this weekend. But he has to ask why her brother has to come with them. He reminds her that she said her parents weren't going to post his bail anymore. But Carly says that her parents didn't. Blake did. And he's the one that invited him. She guesses that her brother makes Blake feel more like a badass, which I don't. Okay. What? I don't quite get that. Is it just having him around? I yeah, I didn't. I I was. I'm I'm confused. I. I'm gonna be honest. I it, it took like watching this sequence like a couple times because I'm like you're throwing a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even know who Blake yeah. is yet. <laughs> no, yeah. We have like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you're gonna have to explain some of this. But in his car, Blake played by Robert Richard, raps along with the radio, and when Paige comes over to him and tries to get his attention, he doesn't stop. He continues rapping and messing with his state-of-the-art GPS system. She finally gets annoyed and starts to walk away, but he stops her. He tells her that he just found a shortcut on the GPS that's going to save them an hour so they can spend more time. He whispers in her ear, and whatever he says makes her giggle, and the two start to make out. This is the extent of their relationship. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We, me and JP were talking off mic uh, about maybe not even having them in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then Nay was like simplifying it very much. To, I mean, we'll we'll talk later. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, if you think we'll talk later. If, but they are they're here for nothing. Like she asks him, she tells him something, and he's like, "No, I wasn't playing with the what the GPS again. I was what I was like. No, you were rapping and playing with the GPS. Yeah, you that's were. All you were. You yeah, were that's, really yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly his rapping was doing. pretty flat. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't gonna um, call him out. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I I can't help it. Um, one thing I did want to say with this shot of them kissing, it's such a tight shot. I was like, yeah. what it the is. fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't, like in their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know you yet. <laughs> What's your last name? <laughs> but back in the dining area, Carly's brother, Nick, played by Chad Michael Murray, walks over to them with a beer. He's closely followed by Dalton, played by John Abrahams, who carries a handheld camera. Man, I love Jesse and Badger. I did not know they were in this. That was fucking a treat seeing them walk in here. <laughs> that is too accurate. And I'll tell you right now, man, uh, Badger is it? <laughs> um, I I don't think I've. It's been a long time since I've liked a character less. Yeah, he's yeah. really fucking annoying. Old, uh, man loves camera. <laughs> and do you have what fucking Nick says? Yeah. 
When a man sitting outside the door asks for change, Nick kicks his cup and tells him to get a job before joining Carly and Wade at the table. So he's, in my head, he's going to be cartoonishly evil. Yeah. yeah. The whole movie. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> There's a sudden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it, a baby face? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he rescued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He paid that man to sit there. It's all part of the image. (laughs) Anyway, Dalton sits next to Nick across from Carly and Wade. Wade asks them if they think it's going to be a sweet game tomorrow, and they both mock him. Yeah. Dalton holds up the camera and points it at Carly. She asks him to stop, and he lies that it's not recording. She's like, the lights are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nick tells him to stop because Carly doesn't like having people up in her face because she folds under pressure. Carly asks if he has something to say to her, and he says no. He says she's already spoken enough for the both of them. Carly nods in a vague agreement. What? No. <laughs> There's. I was like, it's, what? There, yeah. There is one line later. Yeah. That explains this interaction, but even then, it's not even true. Yeah. yeah I- <laughs> but Dalton leaves the table, and through his camera, we see Paige and Blake still making out in his car. Paige spots him and tells him to put the camera down, and he laughs. We cut to them racing down the street in two different cars <laughs> as prayer by Disturbed plays. I was really excited. I used to fucking love Disturbed a lot. John Paul was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's very funny to me to look back at some of the music that we enjoyed as teens. <laughs> love. Because I'm, I'm not even joking, but Disturbed in retrospect is kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I mean that in with all sincerity <laughs> and with all respect to people who enjoy their music. No, yeah, I, I get it. But like this movie wants me to take a point away. It's like, I just gave you one. It's like, why are you doing yeah, this? It's like, oh, it's, like you're, it's like, all right, all right. I, it was very, it almost felt like a music video. Yeah, because yeah, like, the cars are racing. Yeah, it was, like, it was really jarring. You know, the funniest thing to me is that you use the term MTV movie. Yeah. A lot. And this movie fits that mold. And I found out even more why, because MTV literally did a five episode documentary (laughs) on on the making of this film. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. But it it is to see those movies like that. And then when you kind of step back and like, oh, shit, like this is that's what I'm saying. A time capsule. There's something to me very special about it. And the disturbed i was like oh my god i was just so excited to hear it i was not (laughs) in wade's car carly sits in the passenger seat and nick and dalton are in the back as wade fiddles with the radio the radio talks about record numbers of people coming out for college football's biggest game of the year and wade mutters that it's going to be packed tomorrow Dalton pipes up from behind Carly and says, speaking of packed, his legs are killing him back here. But Nick Snidely says that it's not Wade's fault that his little Hot Wheels car is only big enough for two people. Why? Who the fuck do you think you are? You're in the back seat, dude. Yeah. Like, you're, I'm oh, driving you. Literally. Right. You can walk then. Yeah. Or yeah. go ride with Blake or whatever. <laughs> Why know, are you here? You know what's big enough is the wide out, the outdoors yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the great wide open. I'm so yeah. goddamn mad. <laughs> so sorry you even... can't fit a meth lab back there, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesse. Yeah, fuck. It's like, come on. I know dude. you're used to the RV. <laughs> yeah. but... This is all we got. It was very, dude, be glad you fucking, you're coming. Are yes. you kidding? <sighs> Literally. And Blake invited him. Yeah. Why is he not riding with Blake? I was going to say, plus, we didn't invite you. And why he's are... mad at his sister. Like, why yeah. are you back here? This is the worst car for you to be yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> but Carly shoots him a look. But she doesn't say anything. I think I'd be like, T, shut shut up. 
Thanks. I mean, I'm just saying that's fucking well, rude. Well, he's being an yeah. asshole for no reason. Why are you here? <laughs> you say that every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dalton starts to make fun of Wade's haircut and gets no reaction from anyone. He laughs at his own joke and playfully hits Nick until Nick hits him back annoyed. This is when I was like, why couldn't we have left Dalton at the hamburger store? <laughs> yeah. Like, he he does nothing in this film. What, he that's really like, oh, you really hurt me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? And what? He's Nick's sidekick. Oh. I yeah. mean, that that's it. And they had said in the production notes, they're like, and we needed a comic relief. I was like, I'm not laughing. I, yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't really didn't. find him funny. Yeah. I found him very annoying. Yeah. Because yeah. we've all known a dude like that, man. Oh, yeah. It's just like, why are you in the, why are you in this car? Who keeps inviting you? <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> But he is distracted, though, when he sees Blake's car turning because of a detour in the road. Everyone is annoyed by this. Wade commenting so much for the shortcut on the very narrow road that they pulled off to. Wade drives the car up next to Blake's. He tries to get his attention to make sure that he's not getting them lost. But Blake seems to be preoccupied by Paige appearing to give him the old wakey wakey exit fellatio mm-hmm. or the old thinner. If you're familiar yeah. with the film. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is surprised by what they're seeing. And Dalton immediately takes out his camera and starts fucking filming. When Paige realizes that they're not alone anymore, she just laughs and answers her phone when Carly calls her. She holds up her lip balm to Carly, saying that she dropped it and was picking it up off the floor, but everyone just laughs, Dalton saying that she's lying. Hold on, though. (laughs) That's how you pick up lip balm? (laughs) Your head is bobbing for no reason? They're like, no, make it look more like... No, (laughs) yeah. All right, guys. (laughs) Um, I think my thing... ridiculous it was weird what i read in an interview with paris hilton is that all of this stuff was in the script before she signed on okay the way that they tackle this situation and others i have to say i don't believe that yeah i read that somebody explicitly asked her was this making fun of like your tape or whatever and she was like no this was before (laughs) she she flat out said that I, I don't know. I, I will believe her, but I feel like they're, this is mean. It's, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's very mean. It is. Yeah, well, yeah. And yeah. My, my feelings were hurt for it's, a pair of yeah. <laughs> It's either really fucking like mean and cruel or it's like, what do you call it? Like a premonition. I don't know. I don't know either. I just know I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry, Paris. But still traveling right next to each other on this narrow road, Carly asks Paige, still on the phone, what the plan is. Blake insists that they just keep going because they don't even have tickets. This is when I'm like, what the, What are y'all doing? You're just really in a car is all. Yeah. Is, that's it. Yeah. Paige is sure that they can get tickets when they get there. And if they keep driving, she doesn't think she'll be able to stay up for the game. Carly proposes that they just can't because they're close enough. And Paige agrees. She tells Blake that they can just wake up early and he agrees. He pulls ahead to lead the way and Wade points out a sign that they pass. Trudy's world famous house of wax. Okay, two things. One, firstly, the way that it seems, it's almost like this is an impromptu camping trip. Yeah. yeah. They have all the supplies. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you could ever need or want. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that Trudy's House of Wax sign. I read signs differently, apparently, because at the bottom, it says fun for the whole family children free which means children get in free but in my head i was like no children (laughs) (laughs) this place is children free (laughs) that is fun for the whole family (laughs) 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 
we linger on that sign for a moment before going back to the inside of Wade's car? Nick asks if Wade likes things like the House of Wax. And when Wade says, yeah, he does sometimes, Nick is like, well, I guess if you like things pretending to be other things, which you obviously do. I was like, what? what? Why are you so upset? Yeah, not only that, I don't know what the fuck you not mean. At all. Yeah. And no. then he goes, right, sis? And even like learning why he's upset, that even that line still doesn't make sense. Yeah. There is never a moment when Carly's like a fraud or anything. Yeah. yeah. That's what I he's know, implying. Yeah. He's like, you know, we used to rob banks together. Yeah. Like that never happened. That never happened. So I don't get what he's even getting at. And it's such a round roundabout way to an insult, too. Yeah. Literally. But again, Carly shoots him a look, but says nothing. The cars continue over a small bridge, and when Paige asks where they're going, Blake says he just wants to find somewhere private. Roland by Interpol plays as they finally pull off and get out of their cars, which I was excited because I was a big Interpol fan. But I remember. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. They are. But when Nick gets out of the car, he literally goes, your car sucks, dude. <laughs> you know, where's thinking, your car? I could <laughs> not stop laughing. He picked his spot. <laughs> now that we're here. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it gets you from A to B, but goddamn, It sucks, dude. <laughs> Carly pulls Paige to the side and asks if she talked to Blake. Paige says that she couldn't. There's no point in freaking him out right now. Carly asks about when they find out that she is pregnant. Oh, so there's, you know, mm. I'm sure this will be Very a developed storyline. Yeah. Crucial. Paige says that she doesn't even know if she's pregnant and Blake has been looking forward to this game for months. So she doesn't want to start a fight. He's been looking forward to the game for so long yet still neglected. To <laughs> <fight>. <laughs> He's like, I like, I uh, like these odds. We'll get, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Carly puts it plainly that Blake is not going to marry her because his parents won't let him. But Paige asks who said that she wants to get married. She insists that she's been late before, and when she knows for sure, she promises she'll talk to him. Carly finally accepts this. I don't like the whole, if I tell him it's going to start a fight. Why would that start a fight? Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, Why I, I don't get any of it. Like, y'all's relationship sounds kind of toxic, but... Yeah? Anyway. Well, memory, he loves the car more. He does, yes, he does. and he's made that clear. Yeah, yes. this is Christine all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As the rest of the group sets up camp, Nick sits in a chair, lights a cigarette, and has a beer. He watches as Wade, Blake, and Dalton pass a football around to each other. When it's thrown way past Wade, it lands on the ground at Nick's feet. Wade holds out his hand for Nick to toss in the ball, but Nick just drops his cigarette on it. I look, okay, even his camping, like, seated posture is screaming. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. an asshole. Uh, I was just glad his the... camping seated <laughs> posture. I was just glad the ground wasn't slippery. Yeah. But um, the important yeah. thing... <laughs> <laughs> the important thing to me is that there is no... <laughs> The character, I think, is just what's so confusing to me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Nick? Yes, because mm -hmm. they are going out of their way. Every single moment that we get with Nick, he's the worst person you've ever met. Yep. You know what? I just thought of something that would make all of this make sense. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. It would make it all make sense, but it puts another character in a bad light, and I can see why they didn't want to do that. Put a pin in that. Yeah. All right. Hold on. But Wade goes over to pick up the ball himself, and Nick snatches it up and throws it at Blake hard before he can. Wade tells him, nice arm. He says that he can see how he got a scholarship. Nick sarcastically remarks that it's a real tragedy that he lost it. But Wade says that it is. Carly rushes between them and asks Wade to go help Dalton. So he does. I'm, 
Your brother's being an asshole, man. Yeah, he is. He's, Either you Wade's need to check him. Wade's trying real hard to be yeah, nice. Yeah, it's he like, is. are me and Badger going to... Because I know he's... he's <laughs> Badger's he's, yeah. sick of it, too. Yeah. He's gonna got some the resentment old, in there. <laughs> going to give him the old skinny Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just wanted to mention... <laughs> <laughs> don't leave skinny, skinny Pete, Pete out. Also yeah. there. He was also part of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> But Carly tells Nick that he can be rude to her all he wants. But Wade didn't do anything to him. Nick takes this as Carly admitting that she did do something to him. But Carly will only give him that she admits that according to him, she did do something. Nick says that she snitched on him. But Carly says that she didn't. The sheriffs came to the house and asked where he got the car. And she told him that she didn't know. She says that she didn't even know it was stolen. But he says that she could have covered for him. How and I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There was no conversation. And all she said was, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where it came from. He, he didn't steal it. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not at this address. <laughs> Carly sums it up. Nick got caught stealing a car and that's her fault. And he resisted arrest and that's the cop's fault. He got kicked off the football team and that's the coach's fault. He got kicked out of the house and it's their parents' fault. He can't keep a job for more than two weeks because it's a manager's fault. Nick laughs and says that he's just surrounded by idiots. <laughs> Nick's like, can we just have fun on this trip? Yeah. <laughs> can you not take me through my entire history of personal shame or anything? I don't want to talk anymore. I'm in a bad enough place already. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't need this right yeah. now, sis. <laughs> Holy shit. Sis. <laughs> but Carly asks if he just came to piss her off. Nick asks her if she gets it. She's the good twin and he's the evil one. Carly just tells him to grow up and that he's afraid to take anything seriously. So they're twins. They're twins. Interesting. Yeah. Nick asks if he's as afraid as Wade is of leaving Gainesville. He puts on a Southern accent and mocks Wade going to New York City. Carly just walks away and goes to sit with Paige. The wind blows hard and brings a horrible smell with it. Wade shines his flashlight into the trees and sees nothing, but comments that there's something dead out there. Blake disagrees. He says that something is dead over here, meaning the, the party, and they need to drink it back to life. All right. Okay, look. <laughs> there, There is a moment here where, and I know that um, the director started with commercials. Mm -hmm. It becomes a Heineken commercial. <laughs> yeah. For a moment. Because he literally goes, he goes, bless me, dog. And he and goes, throws yeah. him a beer. <laughs> and then the beer catches the light of the fire. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, I don't know why they had to do the slow-mo. He's like, whoa. whoa. Like yeah. the triple take. He's like, like oh. what the hell? He went back to his, yeah. <laughs> went back to his roots, man. Yeah. But yeah, Nick tosses him the beer and suddenly everyone goes nose blind to the smell. We get a brief montage of Dalton being annoying with his camera and filming everyone, but especially Carly, until Blake shakes up a beer and sprays him with it. They're like, it's refreshing and fun. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have a summer night without Heineken. <laughs> um, my question is, was anybody else getting Book of Shadows vibes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I did. But he's being a fucking creep, though. Oh, yes, like, he is. Back up. And I'm sorry, but I know Nick hates his sister. Yeah. But you got to be like, dude, you need to fucking leave yeah, my sister alone. Like, you need to look, chill. Yeah. Turn the fucking camera. Yes. Like, for real. Also, Wade, he's just like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's a living. <laughs> like, dude, and Carly's uncomfortable. She's yeah. explicitly oh, no, told him yeah. to stop multiple times. Yes. But <laughs> Dalton starts to film her again until she wrestles the camera away from him and turns it on him so that she and Paige can give him a makeover. 
Later, Blake asks Nick why he stole the car. He assumes it was to get a rush, and Nick says something like that. Carly and Paige come out with Dalton, and his makeover consists of a yellow zip-up hoodie and sparkly sunglasses. They really uh, phoned it in. Yeah. <laughs> like, we re- <laughs> we prepared with camping supplies. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know we were doing makeovers. Innovative. <laughs> but Paige goes to Blake, and Carly sits in Wade's lap until Dalton comes back and snatches the camera from him. He promptly films Paige and Blake making out and then Carly and Wade making out and he goes, that's hot. I was like... Oh, I'm sure that was written before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paris is like, I've never said that. Yeah. <laughs> I got that from House of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he turns the camera on Nick who tells him he's not going to make out with him and Dalton's like, well, I wouldn't kiss you anyway. He pans the camera over as headlights sweep the area and an unfamiliar vehicle approaches. Everyone shields their eyes as they turn to look at the idling truck. Wade asks him to turn off his lights, but the driver doesn't answer. <laughs> this is okay. This is a problem with a lot of uh, slasher films from time to time is making your protagonist so unlikable. Yeah. That I was like, thank you, man and truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't really care. No, thank really. you for stopping this. Because <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah. Paige comments that this is getting creepy and Blake tells him to get out of here. Carly thinks that they might be on the driver's property, but Wade says no because they didn't pass a gate. Yeah. <laughs> you can okay. still. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't own it unless there's a gate around it. Yeah. Duh. Blake keeps repeating for the driver to turn their lights off, saying that he's going to whoop his ass if he doesn't. Fed up, Nick throws his beer bottle and it lands right on a headlight, causing it to shatter and go out. Now, I don't think this is the right thing to do. No. But let's go with it. You already did it. <laughs> Fuck it. I guess. But let's... that that was clear action before thought. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't have done it. But I mean, what's done is done. Let's just rest the truck. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> one of us can get him. That's, that's too late. <laughs> Nick pushes his way to the front of the group where they stand in a tableau. Suddenly, the driver slowly backs up and drives away. Dalton and Blake give Nick his props. Blake even calling him hardcore. But Carly is pissed. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just... Do you think he can drive it home with one headlight? Nah. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Another great song. (laughs) But Nick just ignores her as the truck travels further down the road, kicking up dust in its wake. That night, someone records on Dalton's camera. They stand at the still-burning campfire and peek into Blake and Paige's tent, zooming in tight on Paige as they both sleep. So the difficulty here is that Dalton has been so much of a creep mm-hmm. that I, of course, assumed that this is just you Dalton. Suspect yeah. Dalton. But it's an interesting little misdirection. Yeah. I will say that after the night we just had with the headlight man, the truck man, we're not sleeping here, right? Yeah, no yeah, shit. No. Yeah. And certainly if we got it, it's not all at the same time. Right. We're shifts. Yeah. Mm-mm. He drove away with the most I'll be back behavior. Yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I'm sure we've seen the last yeah. of that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. No, he said goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't say it if he didn't mean it. But there's, it's, it seemed like it was a loud sound that startled the person holding the camera, but it also sounded like a musical sting. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the person quickly abandons this tent and goes to the other one. Through the clear window of it, they zoom in on Carly. Once again, something we've seen Dalton do many, many times already. Mm -hmm. And in that one tent, was all four of them in there? Because that's what it looked like. Yeah, I don't know. Nick, Wade, Dalton, and Carly. Like Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah. But because there were only two tents and I saw the two of them and then it looked like somebody else's legs were next to them. Mm. Well, it's amazing they brought two tents. Lisa, yeah. Nick's like, this fucking tent sucks, man. Scoot over. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe your tent only fits four people. <laughs> no, give me the blanket. <laughs> I'm cold as shit out here. <laughs> Suddenly, Carly wakes up. She tries to wake up Wade, saying that she heard something, but Wade comfortingly tells her that it was probably just a serial killer or something. Again, <laughs> we just had a run-in with this stranger. We don't yeah. even see their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the beginning of me realizing that I just don't understand Wade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At all. It continues. There's some stuff that happens later in town. Yeah. That confounds me <laughs> so i just we'll get to it but we'll get there we'll get there this is the start of me just like i don't understand their decisions from here on out no not at, not all. at all i i not at all but carly slowly unzips the tent and peeks out when she doesn't see anything she walks out into the clearing and the person continues to video her from behind the cover of wade's car you barely try to wake that dude up. That's <laughs> yeah. what it oh, is. No. Get You're gonna your wander. ass up. Everybody yeah. get up. I heard somebody outside. And yeah, no, look, no, 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 no. There's also the matter of the joke you just made. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that <laughs> and then go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's illegal. Probably just coming to kill you. But even that, her brother's right there. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not waking up, I'm I sure think that you're gonna be like absolutely t i think i heard something outside john paul's not getting up and t will be just as scared as me (laughs) (laughs) we'll be like scooby-doo and jackie but we'll get it done we'll figure (laughs) i love that jp in the scenario is just making a terrible joke and going (laughs) (laughs) like jp scared me (laughs) but carly walks to the back of the car and peeks around but the person with the camera is gone seemingly satisfied she turns back toward the tents and runs right into wade who asks her what she's doing she asks him what he's doing, and he says getting her back to bed. They climb back into the tent, giggling as they zip it up. And once again, isn't your brother and his friend in there? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <I'm very> confused. <laughs> Maybe Nick's sleeping in Wade's shitty car. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but the next day, Blake is the first to wake up and is in a panic when he realizes that they have slept until 2.30 p.m. What are you, Lance Preston? <laughs> <laughs> like... How did you do that? Sleep yeah. for one hour. Whoops, it was seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie, whoopsie. But he yells at everyone else to get up or they're going to miss the game. We cut to everyone packing the campsite up back into the vehicles. And Dalton asks if anyone has seen his camera. Nobody has. So and that's that's the payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Of that weird moment of thinking that it was Dalton the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. But then I guess then I guess it doesn't really make any sense that he was in the tent. <laughs> and that he ran behind his car or whatever so never mind never mind that's me not paying attention (laughs) but in the trees Paige stands guard while carly squats to pee behind a bush she asks if carly has talked anymore to wade and carly just sums it up that they're in different places he doesn't guilt trip her for leaving so she can't guilt trip him for staying carly finishes up and the wind gusts toward them bringing with it that horrible smell from the night before Carly finds the direction that it's coming from and heads over there. Despite her hesitance, Paige follows when Carly tells her to. I don't think that I would follow Mm-mm. anything like this. Why do you no. need to know? We're leaving. We're packing up to leave right yeah. now. Why do you need to know what the smell is? Also, I don't live here. That could just yeah. be part of the town. 
Yeah. They could. Like just, you know, that's the shit pit. Maybe there's the the meat processing yeah. pit up the road, you know? It's 1974 again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back at the campsite, Wade tries to start his car, but there's a strange rattling sound under the hood. He lifts it and finds that a uh, belt or something yeah, has his... been cut. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, guess it's important. Uh, yes. well, <laughs> well, you can't. Nothing's turning if that belt's not oh. on. Yeah. You, you can't keep the car's pants up. If... Yeah. Got it. If you don't have the belt. Well, I, yes. mean... <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Got it. Um, what he says, though. He's pissed. Yes. And says that this was brand new. It He's... didn't look new. Well, no. <laughs> it looked cut. Yeah. yeah. But he says, someone's fucking with me. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. yeah. Nick and Dalton laugh at this, but Wade is still mad saying that someone's fucking with him. So again, Carly heard someone outside. Yes. I just, I don't. You heard somebody outside. You also had that altercation. And yeah. Having the run in. With the guy from the Wallflowers. Broke his fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Bob Dylan's with son. With Bob Dylan's yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I would be really scared and I would put together very quickly that I, I don't know, you know, the yeah. fact, the fact that he's treating it as a mystery. Mm-hmm. This is the, this is open and shut case. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't need to go Pepe Silvia on this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Carly and Paige venture deeper into the woods. Paige warning that she's going to throw up and that she hates Carly for making her do this. Carly only laughs and continues forward, holding her nose. Suddenly she slips on a steep drop. She falls down, landing at the bottom. Her hands were out to brace her fall, and they land in rotting flesh. She screams for help from Paige and Wade as we pan out to see that this entire pit is filled with rotting animal carcasses. That's what you get. <laughs> well, why? Why were you? <laughs> Look, I'm all for adventure. Uh-huh. I like being outdoors. And you said it earlier, too. You do not need to be looking for the source of that oh, smell. No, 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 no. There's, there's no, no, no reason. reason for that. I don't know why I said that earlier and I was flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, JP. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> um, I do want to say in production notes, they pointed out very, like, very clearly that there is no actual organic material here. Well, thank okay. God. Because yeah. it looks so gross. It yes. is disgusting. But it's all fabricated. Good. Even, even the skulls and stuff. Good. Flies buzz loudly as Paige screams for help above. But as Carly tries to pull herself out of the pit, she spots a very human hand among the animal corpses. She screams. All the guys come running and Wade is the first to her. He pulls her out and Blake comments that this is a roadkill pit as Nick chokes back a gag. Blake consoles Paige, but everyone is distracted when a truck pulls up to the area. Wade assesses that it is not the truck from last night unless they've already gotten their headlight fixed. The truck backs up to the pit of dead animals, tools clanking in the back window as it does. Completely ignoring the group of people standing and watching him, Roadkill Driver, played by Damon Harriman, gets out and opens the back of the truck. Did you recognize Damon Harriman? Yes! Yes. He played Charles Manson in both Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and, and Mindhunter. Yes, yeah, right, I was so yeah. fucking excited. <laughs> also, the ro- he's credited as Roadkill Driver. Uh, I see a lot of places where he is referenced as Lester. Okay. So I feel like that's a little easier than just saying Roadkill Driver 50 yeah. times. That's fine. And thinking about it now... Your friend didn't even help you. She waited for your boyfriend like, and brother to get her. Yeah. Over here, guys. Over yeah. here. She's down here. <laughs> well, she literally said before they got there, she's like, I hate you. Well, for, well so she's this like, was if you, you, If you happen to fall no, into a roadkill. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> I cannot stress enough how on your own you are. <laughs> but Lester throws a chicken out into the pile and starts to do the same with the body of a dead deer. But the group interrupts him, bringing his attention to the hand sticking out of the pile. Lester walks over to it, his boots squelching as he balances on the carcasses. Once he reaches it, he pulls it up, revealing it to be fake and jokingly asking the group if they need a hand. So Lester's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does not get the reaction. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> that he deserves. But he knocks on it, proving it to be plastic. He admits that he found it on the side of the road a few weeks ago. Everyone is relieved by this. And when asked, Wade tells him that they were here camping. Paige gets water out of her bag for Carly. And when Dalton asks them if they've seen his camera, they both tell him no, annoyed. Wade asks Lester if there's a gas station and Lester offers him gas, but Wade tells him that he needs a fan belt. Carly is not happy to hear this. The driver says that someone named Bo might have a fan belt, but he's in Ambrose, 15 miles up the road. Blake suggests that they get one when they're in Baton Rouge and that they can just put it on his car on the way back. But Wade refuses to leave his car, asking what if the guy from last night comes back? So y'all do remember him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is not a suspect. No, no, no. His hands are clean. <laughs> Blake tells him that he's going to miss the game, but eyeing Carly, Wade admits that that's not why he came. Blake offers to run him to the gas station in Ambrose, but that they need to leave now because the game starts in a couple hours. Wade reminds him that he's already late and they still need to get there and get the tickets. Oh, yeah, that's right. What the fuck? I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's 2.30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's give it up. Yeah. He tells them to leave and he'll stay here with the car. He tells them to just get a 15 inch fan belt on their way back. Blake is like, you got it, boss. <laughs> but still standing among the carcasses and watching this entire conversation, Lester offers to give Wade a ride. Wade accepts gratefully, although the rest of the group looks trepidatious. Carly says that she's going with him and doesn't falter even when Paige asks her not to. You gotta love the varied reactions of this friend group. Mm -hmm. Because whenever Carly says that she's going to stay behind with Wade, Paige is like, no, don't. And then Blake goes, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) He's a man on a mission. (laughs) It's like, wow. (laughs) Nick goes over to Carly and takes off his tank top, leaving himself shirtless. He hands it to his sister and she thanks him before turning her back on the rest of the group and this stranger and taking her own shirt off. Of course, Lester eyes her creepily as she stands in her bra before pulling on Nick's tank top. I did appreciate Dalton is holding up her old shirt to try to conceal her, Mm -hmm. but she's like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, Carly, what are you you doing? (laughs) But they followed Lester down the hill as Dalton and Nick watch. Dalton asks if Nick is really going to let them leave with the guy who cleans up roadkill for a living. But Nick calls Dalton Mr. Septic Tank Man and reminds him that he cleans shit for a living. They head back to the campsite. Nick's really got to work on the names. Yeah. <laughs> They're really uncreative. <laughs> a, a job's a job, man. I don't understand. I yeah, no, you sure. clean shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bam, servers. It's like, what? Are, what is yeah. this group? Does it pay the bills? Literally. Yeah, no shit. Then you're fine. <laughs> I was a little torn here because I do know that I do see my sisters with her boyfriend. Uh-huh. But I'm also have been making fun of them for the better part of the movie so far. Uh, I've been an asshole to everybody. Uh-huh. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's very hard to be like, 
you know, take care of my sister, man, or think, you yeah. know, oh, no, she's safe with this guy. I or was like, going to say, think that are he's you, capable. Yeah, are you better off if I just stick the three of us together? Yes, and, it, you know. I think that's my thing as well, is that, of course, I, I trust you to take care of Nay in this situation. Right. But I would feel very weird being like, team yeah go team yeah fucking while you're <laughs> go team like i don't watch a lot of sports yeah while you're in this weird situation yeah. in a town that let's, we don't know yeah. let's not forget the fact that wade was like are y'all excited about the game and they're like you about the game like oh, they, yeah. they, they don't care about the game then stay with your sister <laughs> yeah. okay stay with your sister not it's only weird. that we have to wait for you to come back with the belt to be able to put yeah. it on. Yeah. So yeah. now me and your sister are stuck here. No. We gotta dude. travel the field. We gotta travel the rest of the way and then attend the game. Yeah. And no. then yeah. drive back. No, yeah. If you and they literally said that they're gonna try to buy tickets like outside uh-huh. the event. So we're not getting tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. We're not getting tickets. And if yeah. we are, we're getting like one ticket. Yeah. So, Literally, there's um, four yeah. of them now. Yeah. There was six. Y'all thought you were going to buy six tickets. That yeah. is so bonkers <laughs> and so fucking greedy. I can't yeah. That's hilarious. No, I'm staying with you guys. We're going with Charles Manson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in the cab of the truck, Surrounded by decorations of repurposed small animals, Carly and Wade sit next to Lester with Carly in the middle. That already struck me as as fucking yeah. bonkers. I'm not letting you sit in the middle and we're in some I know you would That's not... It just seems very strange, first of all. But then the glances. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Lester makes eyes at Carly in no way trying to hide it. He's like looking her up and down. Mm-hmm. But... It, I think the way that this is cut is one of the funniest things in the film to me <laughs> because when this happens with Lester, he looks at Carly, Carly looks over at Wade and Wade looks at her like, he seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he has yeah. a little smile on his face. He's like, he's giving us a ride. Like it's, it's like, are you oblivious to this guy that's, being creepy? That's yeah. Very weird. He is. Well, because he's like, I'll give you a ride. And Wade's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our savior. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, dude, this I'll is really be. scary. Yeah. <laughs> but carly asks wade to roll the window down and he tries to but the handles on the inside of the door have been removed red fucking flag that's come on yeah lester apologizes for this explaining that this truck has seen better days wade asks if he can roll his window down then and lester complies he apologizes again saying that he's gotten used to the smell Carly says that she doesn't think she could ever get used to it, but Lester insists that you can get used to anything if you're around it long enough. He that's can, frightening. Yeah. That's right. frightening. He continues. Th- that's such a great line, too. Oh, it is. Like, it is. I, that's but, good. And it fits. Tell me that that wouldn't fit so well in a Texas Chainsaw Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. No, yeah. That's, yeah. that's perfect. But he continues that if you get the roadkill early in the morning before the sun starts baking them, then it's not so bad. And if they're fresh, he just takes them home. Why waste the meat? Well, <laughs> to each his own. Uh, yeah. That's not my business. <laughs> You're not serving it to me. Yeah. That's not my business. <laughs> Carly doesn't comment on this at all, choosing instead to ask if they're almost there. Lester says again that it's just up the road, but Carly notices a knife on his hip. He says that Ambrose used to be a nice town before the interstate came in, but Carly isn't interested in the history lesson. She clings on to Wade, drawing his attention to the knife. No one here has a poker face. (laughs) (laughs) And Lester notices them looking at it. He assumes that she has an interest in knives and pulls it out so she can see it. He holds it up at face level, saying that it's a good knife, a Bowie knife. It'll cut anything. 
He stabs it into the dashboard and abruptly slams on the brakes. Wade says that Lester said there was a town here and Lester says that there is after the bend ahead. He just needs to flip his hubs into four wheel, which I totally know what that means. Well, he's he because if you're only driving in two wheels, either the front or the back are mm-hmm. spinning. So he's he's switching it into four wheels. Yeah. And okay. I said I knew what it meant. <laughs> oh, I thought you <laughs> said you I don't just, know no. what that meant. If no, you could was, explain it yeah. a little more clearly, just <laughs> yeah. for the listeners that, that don't. <laughs> I'm know. sorry, because I, I do. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you heard what I felt. Instead yeah. of what <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how much I know about cars? Uh-huh. Uh, the timing of everything when he stabbed the dashboard. I thought that was his break. <laughs> 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 so he's he a, killed the car it's fuck. a real old car <laughs> he killed the this car. is the only way to stop it <laughs> stab it in the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i apologize i misheard you no, no you were right no yeah. you were right maybe right. did miss yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> we're both right <laughs> but he asks wade for help but carly and wade have both clearly lost confidence in him Carly asks when the last time he came to this town was, and Lester seems a little wounded that she doesn't believe him. He says that he just forgot that this way is washed out. Wade thanks him and says that they'll just walk the rest of the way. Lester asks why they would want to do that, but Carly firmly tells him that they want to walk and to let them out now. Lester agrees. He pulls the knife out of the dashboard and walks to the passenger side of the car with it. Remember, there are no handles for them to let themselves yeah. out. Yeah. And I got to be honest, honestly. Uh, honest, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, Outside of him being a creep, which they've already experienced with Dalton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything out of to where you're like, no, this guy's absolutely a serial killer or something. I feel like this guy's just no, a guy. He's just a little, he's just a little yeah, off. Yeah, he just seems weird. Yeah. So their reaction to me was so big. But I would be, fu- I would be scared. And then all of a sudden we got to stop and you want him to get out of the car like that is suspicious it's weird for me and then we can't even let ourselves out because we don't have any fucking handles i would be on like a 10 no we can let ourselves out we kick the window open oh just kick it open (laughs) (laughs) like most people get out of cars you don't get out of cars (laughs) 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 fucking get this thing replaced all the time every 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 single day they know me by name at the auto glass place again like will he stop <laughs> tired of repairing that shit no but i mean i get it what what just happened with the guy with with the truck and when uh-huh. I was breaking out his thing then this dude giving us a ride and then seeing the no handles i'd be a little nervous too but again i also carry I a very similar knife so yeah when he opens <laughs> he the, uh, bang. Yeah, well, no, JP's yeah. like i know <laughs> <laughs> brandishing his well that's what i'm saying he opens the door and, you know stick him in the guts like run 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 we're going he's like i was just trying to help you like, i'm sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. The, whole, <laughs> the whole time you guys are getting away i'm just kicking the windows <laughs> but when lester pulls the door open the knife is back on his hip and he tells them to get out then his feelings clearly hurt he says that he was just trying to do something nice for them and when wade tells him that they appreciate it he sarcastically says yeah he can tell he watches them as they walk around the bend to find the town that Lester promised. So I would feel so bad, first of all. I'd feel like a jerk, but I would also feel good that I'm alive and I'm not in that yeah. truck anymore. That's true. Well, I mean, they could have they could have cushioned it a little bit. Nick could have been like, look, dude, 
you've been really weird. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, oh, Wade? Yeah, you're scaring the shit yeah. out of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nick's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> He's chanting go team or whatever. <laughs> you're scaring the shit out of us. I gotta be honest, no handles, not a good look. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get uh, that honestly, fixed. though, yeah. get and that fixed. Why can't, that's, I think that's the thing with horror movies is like, um, they have to quietly be afraid. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> but they could very easily be like, look, this is a little weird guy. Yeah. Yeah, but the second that you acknowledge the weirdness, then you get the death proof. Well, you had a 50 50 shot. <laughs> it's like, you could have just been cool, but now I got to tell you, yeah, I'm going to kill you. you well, know? but then you kick the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always have that in your back pocket. Got it. He's got a knife, but you got that foot. Yeah. Got it. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> But Carly and Wade walk into the town of Ambrose, Wade admitting that he feels like an asshole now. But Carly doesn't care because she says that Driver was a freak. On the highway, Blake, Paige, Nick, and Dalton are at a standstill in traffic. Nick tells Blake pretty much to just give it up, but Blake maintains that it's going to start moving. Paige mentions that it's not moving, and Blake says that they can just catch the second half. Nick tells him that he is not sitting in this traffic and Blake snaps at him asking what he wants him to do. Nick, you're doing a lot yeah. <laughs> for a dude that's always in the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you're not sitting in yeah. this traffic? You need to humble yourself just a little bit. A little bit. You're not. That's all you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you no. are sitting in traffic. <laughs> But everyone starts talking over each other, telling Blake to go back for Carly and Wade. But Blake says that he is not missing the best game of the year. Back on the streets in Ambrose, they pass signs for the Miss Ambrose beauty pageant. And Wade asks how many teeth you have to have to win that one. I was like, well, well as long as we're walking into this town with the respect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Jesus that they, Christ. That they deserve here. Um, <laughs> it's, first of all, again, he just, he's, 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 I don't like him. I don't like this yeah. way. No. I understand what Nick is talking about. Uh, the thing that gets me here, first of all, and <laughs> this is the only thing I can relate it to, but he tells, he's like rapid fire telling these jokes. Yeah. 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 Trying to get Carly to laugh. And every single time Carly is laughing at him like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like she's like, <laughs> and it's so not real. And it, it, I don't understand. I think it's something to me. It's speaking to, <laughs> it's speaking to the lack of chemistry between these two actors. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, let me just say this. Okay. And I noticed it when I was watching it and I was like, maybe this is just me, whatever. I feel like there is chemistry between Nick and Carly, but I'll say between Chad, Michael Murray and Alicia Cuthbert more. Yes. I yeah. think that he would have been a better Wade than Wade. I, think, I There's nothing between okay. them. To me. <laughs> yeah. No. And Wait. there are moments where I'm like, Oh, they're brother and sister. Like what the fuck? Because they well, have more chemistry. Than there's a couple. Dads. There's, no, there's yeah. a very right? weird, yeah. very weird shot later that they should not have put in the film. I'm glad because I was like, maybe I'm just looking at this too weird. I, was I like, wasn't even going to was... say anything because it's a very fucking weird thing to say, but I feel like they had more chemistry and they're supposed to be brother and sister. Yeah. It was yeah. strange. Then, then Wade Her and Carly boyfriend. did. Yeah. yeah because the, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like just leave him, yeah. dude. You don't think he's funny. <laughs> oh my God. None of us think he's funny. You don't have to do yeah, that. You're trying to move to New York with this dude? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. let him stay. The yeah. big apple? <laughs> <laughs> I just shrugged as soon as I said it. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought if I gave the nickname, it'd be more serious. <laughs> the big apple? Mm. Yeah, the city that never sleeps. Not Wade. Right, he's no. never going to make it in the comedy clubs over there. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he will be pelted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> I did also want to talk about the town, though. Okay. The production designer for this film was Grace Walker, 
And Grace Walker very interestingly worked on 80 episodes of The Walking Dead. Okay. Oh, very cool. Nice. With a name like Walker, you could assume. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> just assume. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It happened. Uh, but they built this whole town from scratch. Really? Yes. And the amount of detail, because they were talking about basing it off of this Italian town, I think it's called Asmara, that was built in Ethiopia in the 1930s. Okay. And it was kind of like an art deco almost style building. And mm-hmm. you, we see that here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is a style that speaks to me personally. Mm-hmm. But um, it took 10 weeks to build this town. And not only did they build these structures that you see, they dug out in the ground. They put in power and water. Wow. <laughs> Why? I don't like this is a town. Yeah. And so there are really cool scenes later where the lights come on in different places. Yeah. 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 That's all controlled by the production. That is very cool. Like it is so it's so well done. But and then. See- there's some yes. aspects of this that really do shine. Yeah. Yes. And there is the house that we'll get to soon. Yeah. That is so interestingly realized and so well done. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a, a, a certain layer in that house. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, man, you know, a lot of people really busted their they ass. They did. Oh, yeah. And did some amazing work. <laughs> that's, it. that's all I got. I heard the comma yeah. and the butt. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we're gonna leave it out. Trying to be positive. It <laughs> Very nice. But the two hold hands as they walk through the empty street. I did want to point out that Alicia Cuthbert is like five three, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and Jared Padalecki is six four. Holy shit! So when you see them standing next to each other, he's he's towers over her. He's yeah. a fucking tall dude. But like scenes where it's close up, she was standing on wooden boards. <laughs> so she looks a lot <laughs> taller. Yeah. And then when you get a wide shot, it's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like it's a wild fluctuation. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll fix this half the time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Nobody will notice. They might. <laughs> I, I did. But they pass a pet store and Carly rushes in to stare at the puppies in the window. Wade has to drag her away. They find the gas station that Lester told them about, but when they peek through the windows, it appears to be empty. Carly opens the door and calls hello inside, but no one answers her, although there is blues music playing. Paige calls and tells Carly that they're heading back because of traffic. She asks if they were able to get the fan belt, and Carly says no, because there's no one at the gas station, so they don't know what to do now. But you didn't go inside. You just yelled from Whoa. the door. And then, yeah, we're right back outside. <laughs> no. Oh, well. Yeah, they could have been in the garage. Yeah. yeah. And there is music playing. <laughs> Maybe they didn't hear you. Whatever. No, we'll give up. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what to do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're stranded. <laughs> but Paige asks where they should pick them up. And Carly tells them to go up the road from the campsite and call them when they get to the part that's washed out. As they walk back the way they came, Wade sees someone peeking through the curtains down at them. But as they pass, the curtains close back. They walk past a theater with whatever happened to baby Jane on the marquee. And Wade notices across the street is that house of wax that they passed the billboard for. I was real excited to see whatever happened to baby yeah, Jane. I was say, you made me watch that movie. I, yeah. It's so fucking good. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Very cool. And themes. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk later. That was a very smart move. But he points the house of wax out to Carly and she asks, what about the fan belt? It's like, we just gave up on the fan yeah. belt. Yeah. <laughs> what no do you mean? Shit. We live in Ambrose now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> but it is. It's like, what are you doing? She does I don't know. We don't know what to do now. <laughs> but Wade reminds her that there was no one at the gas station, which again, we just saw 30 seconds ago. But Carly points out to a nearby church and suggests that they try there. There's a pipe organ playing as they approach the church. And when they open the doors, they find that they're interrupting a funeral. A man knelt before the coffin turns to look at them and the priest stares. They give a quiet sorry and back out of the church. Carly asks if they should wait out here, but Wade points out that it seems kind of messed up to wait outside of a church for a funeral to end, which is true, but I feel like he really just wants to go to the house of wax. Yeah. <laughs> like we could kill a lot we of time. We wait in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did think, especially in retrospect with where this film goes, the way that that sequence was cut, very smart. Yes. Very well done. But the man that was in front of the coffin steps outside and Wade apologizes to him, saying that they didn't know. The man simply tells him that they shouldn't have gone in there as he lights a cigarette. Wade explains that they're having car troubles and that they don't know the town. Carly says that they're looking for a guy named Bo. Wade's like, we're a new resident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just moved in. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see me mind putting my arm around. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys don't have a welcome wagon. Yeah. Or... Expecting a pie of some kind. Or... <laughs> Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> the man, who is Bo, played by Brian Van Holt, tells them that they've found him. Wade says that they need a fan belt, and Bo scoffs at this, asking if they really walked into a funeral for a fucking fan belt. We didn't know. We've said yeah, that a no few shit. times. <laughs> we, we're new here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we live right down the street, but we're, <laughs> we're very sorry. He says that he'll just go dump the casket in the ground, and he'll be right over. He throws his cigarette down and heads back inside. Carly apologizes, but he doesn't accept it. No, go, go to the garage. Leave a 20 on the counter. Literally, and get yeah. the fuck Grab out of here. Grab your fan belt. Yeah. We're going. We're done. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Wade says that this is twice now that he's an asshole and that they should just leave. As they start to walk away, Bo comes back outside. He apologizes. He said that someone very special to him just passed and he didn't mean to take it out on them. Okay, this this okay, this makes literally no sense as far as the editing and performances are concerned. Mm -hmm. Because Bo was an ass. Mm -hmm. He's going through it. Yeah. But he was very mean to them a second ago. Yeah. He comes back, makes amends, makes better of it, shows that he's a decent guy. Apologizes. Yeah. Wade looks more pissed off. Well, Wade's more uh, hold on. <laughs> and that's annoying too. No, yes. Yeah. It's like, dude, oh my <laughs> god. Leave him. I'm sorry. It's so annoying. <laughs> Carly tells him that it's understandable. He's speaking directly to Carly at this point, and he says that this will wrap up soon and he'll meet them at the gas station in half an hour. Carly is very appreciative, and when Bo looks over at Wade, Wade just nods. Bo heads back inside and Wade snidely tells Carly that her fan club has gotten a little bigger. He he was eye humping her. He wasn't. He was, uh, not more than Lester was. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. They had, like, they had the same day look. Day yeah. <laughs> Sun, Beautiful weather. Yeah. <laughs> Sun shining on, on all of us, isn't it? <laughs> but it's not her fault. You should have said no, something it's not. to him. Yeah. Don't be mad at her. 
I and my thing as well is that <laughs> I, I think I think Carly will let you know if she's uncomfortable. Right. If she even needs no, your th- help. It's, it's more of a territorial thing. And right. that's bullshit. Yeah. Who okay, look. But again, you were letting Dalton shove his camera in her face. You're yeah. letting I mean it's you made her sit next to the the roadkill man. Yes. I don't know. Wade Ooh. is just I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Wade. I, I don't like any of them. <laughs> I, I literally I have two notes here. I said, Who is Carly with, dude? Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. And number two is I don't like any of these people <laughs> is number yeah. two. That's John Paul. Yeah. I, no. Yeah. But you know what? Thinking about it, too, and you saying that, I feel like from right here, I don't even really get that they're together anymore. It feels like it's very, very just like there could be friends or anything. And he's trying to force it every two seconds with these shitty jokes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, ah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody here has teeth. Ah, ah. Yeah. Waka waka. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> shut up. <Right. laughs> We're oh, we're over it, right? Did you just hear the owner from the store? I was like, dude, you're done. Yes. <laughs> it's like, listen here, Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> Cut his mic. But he brings up that it's obvious that Dalton has a crush on her too, and Carly tells him that it's three times now today that he's been an asshole. Yes. They make up immediately as they head over to the House of Wax. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed for a while everything that we're going through right now and that's your fucking like dude i'm 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 mad yeah i'm gonna go wait at the washed out room (laughs) (laughs) that's just mm -mm. your fan club yeah yeah but again and you're confronting me and giving me attitude about it but you say nothing to any of these men if you're that upset but whatever but it's just oh i just don't like territorial yeah no it's it's embarrassing I, I don't, and I, and I get that, but I mean, again, if some dude's clearly looking at your sister like she's a snack, I mean, I'm going to be like, hey, dude, I'm right here. Is, is there some, can I help you? Do you want to look at me like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what I'm also here. Yeah, what, what is it that, can I help you with something? Because, like, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm also delicious. Yeah, I like, what, You're being very ridiculous. <laughs> so one-sided, I don't But in a workshop, operatic music plays as hands carve and shape a wax figure using tools and fire. The hands work diligently on the shape of a figure's breasts. The process of wax figures coming together. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's very neat. And it's so, um, like, a lot of talent goes into that. Mm -hmm. That's one of those rare talents to me. It's the same thing whenever I look at old sculptures, like Greek sculptures. I don't know how you can look at a block of anything. And say, I know what I'm going to do with I that. know what I yeah. can bring out of that. It's yeah, a, it's wild. It's amazing. And look, I understand this guy has uh, different proclivities <laughs> <laughs> than most artists of, we'll say the Renaissance. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Greek, uh, you know. Whatever. But it still takes a, a great amount of talent. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. And I'm proud of him. <laughs> for this. For this. Yeah. <laughs> Just for Just the wax one. The wax Just one. The wax yeah. Just the wax. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> but as they climb the steps, Carly tells Wade that she doesn't know what he expects to see in here. I'm like, wax figures? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> but we pan up to the sign at the top of the building, House of Wax. I will say, I think I conflated <laughs> Greek sculptures and the Renaissance, which I believe <laughs> might be thousands of years it's apart. It's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> okay, it's okay. fine. Um, but I will say that this building alone is brilliant. Yeah man the look of it and i i read i think um in construction and of course with what we'll see inside mm-hmm. they said something along the lines of twenty thousand tons of wax man you can <sighs> tell the time they took on this yes because yes. it looks fantastic mm-hmm. 
I was, that's one thing I will say. This whole House of Wax, fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yes. All this shit in there. That's what I'm saying, man. There are like treasures along the way. Yeah. I know that this film has a lot of problems, <laughs> but when it shines, it shines oh, yeah. like undeniably. And this is one of the brightest. Yeah. yeah. But the sign on the door says that the House of Wax is closed, but something makes Wade pull out a key and scrape the side of the building. When it comes away easily, he realizes that the building is literally made of wax. He's delighted by this and lets himself in, ignoring the sign that it's closed and ignoring Carly, who asks if he's really going in there. In the workshop, the person stops working as they hear Carly and Wade enter the building above their head. We hear Carly's voice saying that closed usually means they don't want you in here. But Wade rationalizes that he just wants to take a quick look. Yeah, but whether it's made of wax or not, it says closed. It does. Yeah. Don't fucking come in here. No. And what did we learn from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Literally, yes. don't Thank go you. in places yeah. you're not fucking invited. But uh, he's like, honey, we live here now. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We're your new neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs in the main floor of the House of Wax, Carly asks, what if someone's here? Wade calls out asking if someone is, but no one answers. We pan across the main floor where figures are posed. There are furniture and chairs, an ornate staircase blocked off by a rope. Wade says that everything here is wax, even the floor and the walls. He is amazed. Carly is not. It's I, amazing. Even if you don't care about the shit, that yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That this whole building is made of wax? That's, yeah. that's wild. Her reaction is surprising to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to talk about these figures really quick. Mm -hmm. Okay. They said um, the special effects makeup supervisor was a guy called Jason Baird. Mm -hmm. He worked on a lot of things in his career, but uh, they specifically mentioned the two Matrix, Reloaded, Matrix, Resurrection. Right. No, Reloaded. Reloaded and whatever, what, two and three. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you know better than I yes. do. Uh, I just know the Matrix. But um, with these wax figures, they worked for 12-hour days uh -huh. for seven months. Damn. Oh, my God. And you see, because we'll experience way more right. of these wax figures, and we'll also get up close and personal mm -hmm. with what's going on with these wax figures. Right. Mm -hmm. But they were made from fiberglass and silicone, and they were all reproductions of real people personally selected for these parts. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I was just kind of amazed by how good they look. Yeah. Because, I mean, the detail mm -hmm. and the actual, like, I guess, I mean, the human anatomy. Right, mm -hmm. right. It's very, very well done. Yeah. yeah. Again, they're kind of killing it. Yeah. Yeah. But Wade points out a setup of two women and a man at a tea party and asks who they're supposed to be. Carly doesn't know. Squeezing the hand of a blonde figure, Wade asks, aren't there supposed to be famous people at a wax museum? <laughs> I understand why Carly's not enjoying this place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he's like, aren't they supposed to be celebrities? Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah what's that? I'm going to touch everything. I was like, dude, yeah. can you sit down, please? You're not even no supposed shit. to be in here. No. Yeah. Stop make, fucking touching everything and stomping around. Yes. A, a, make less noise. Yes. <laughs> and B, make less noise directed at me. <laughs> That's all I ask of you. He peers into the face of a wax man and says that he doesn't recognize him. Carly spots framed newspaper headlines behind a counter and reads them out loud. Trudy opens House of Wax. Trudy's wax carvings are a hit at the state fair. Trudy and husband are expecting first child. 
Carly asks since when wax sculptors are celebrities, but Wade chalks it up to Ambrose being a small town. She takes this opportunity to remark that Wade likes small towns, and he says that he didn't say he wasn't going to go to New York. He just said he hasn't decided yet. He says that he still has time, but Carly says that she really does want him to go with her. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are I you sure? <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, no. Good <laughs> lord. Jeez. She turns to look at a figure and Wade gets her attention back by holding his lit lighter beneath the skirt of a small wax ballerina on the counter. In a high-pitched voice, he has the little figure call out to Carly for help and she comes over and asks him to stop, telling him that that is not cool. And it's fucking not. No. There, there You're are... the one with reverence to this place. Yeah. What are you doing? There are two things here that just... First of all, <laughs> I know that Wade isn't much of a fleshed-out character. Right. But this is not Wade. No. Yeah, it's very weird. It's it's like he was possessed by Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton just working out in the back of the car. Yeah. His eyes are white, just controlling him like a puppet or something. Literally. I just don't understand and I don't know <laughs> I don't know how this is supposed to endear me to Wade. Not at all. No. Wade notices a dog standing across the room. He tells Carly that there's a dog for her and he talks to it, calling it a little wax dog. But when he reaches out to pet it. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> you little wax dog. Yeah. The dog reveals itself to be an actual fucking dog and growls at him. He barks and Wade falls to the ground. The shit scared out of him. The dog runs off. See, and so this is where Carly's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this is what I'm talking about. I feel like this is camp. I feel like we're getting campy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This dog we dip our toes in for sure. The dog bit feels like the the feeling they were trying to capture with until dawn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, and so I'm like, maybe that is what they're going for. Uh, uh, yeah, but <laughs> she won. that felt cheap and ineffective. It like, did. I was like, this is not. No, it did. But Carly laughs and Wade wants to know what a dog's doing in here anyway. This is not your space. No. <laughs> the dog could live here. Like, you literally don't know. Right? He's the one making the wax figure. Yeah. What the fuck? You show some respect. Yeah. <laughs> Carly's like, oh, hi, Bark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> but Carly goes to a small table and brushes the cobwebs off of a figure with the top half of a woman and the bottom half of an alligator. Wade plays on the keys of a piano as Carly inspects the rest of the small figures, half human and half aquatic animal. She picks one up and flips it over to find the name Vincent carved onto its bottom. Another has the same signature as well as a painting above the table. Carly says that Vincent was quite the artist, but abandoning the piano, Wade comments that Vincent needed therapy. All right. First of all, um, I didn't want to... Yes. Yeah. I wanted to say that I really appreciated that little hat tip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know who Bo is, <laughs> but um, I did appreciate that. And I do wonder um, if Jared Padalecki plays piano because I, what I remember anyway, he was doing pretty well. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And Carly's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought he deserved some kind of kudos. I think yeah. The spark is gone, man. <laughs> it's really sad to, to see. Take this move as a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fresh start. But they go over to a long dinner table, a wax figure at each end with wax drinks and food between them. Wade picks up a carrot, amazed at how realistic everything is. And as he takes his lighter to the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> why this is amazing <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you doing carly remains unimpressed saying that everything being made of wax is just weird it's not though it's it, not yeah it's not you want to know where you know where it would be weird 
mm. not in a house of wax. <laughs> yeah. That's where it'd be weird. It's yeah. literally called house like, of wax. Yeah. Are my fucking car keys wax? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> but if we specifically seek out a house of wax. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like this kind of juvenile behavior would be better if it was her brother. Yeah, yes. it would. 100%. Yeah, it would. 100%. Because it seems like he's specifically trying to annoy her. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> Look how realistic it is. Let me burn it. It's like, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Why are you? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> but Wade finds two things that aren't made of wax. Two very familiar looking high chairs. One has the name Vincent on the seat, but the name of the other one is shrouded in shadow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The thing for me is how invasive they've been with this property. Yeah, they, he should have put his fire over there and look, <laughs> yeah, and look no, at no. it. Like the <laughs> yeah. or see what the hell it says. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. That could help you out a lot. Carly asks how long he thinks it's been since anyone has been here, and Wade guesses it's been a while. Carly wipes the dust off of a mirror to look at herself, but instead she sees someone peeking in through the window behind her. Carly gasps in fear, but the person takes off. She tells Wade that she saw something, but he's like, it was probably just a wax figure. (laughs) Wade. (laughs) I I mean, he's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I know he's trying to be funny, but that's not funny. right Not at all. He's like, it's probably a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Waka waka. Yeah. Dude. Stop. We're through. Yeah. God damn, dude. Take me home. She says that it wasn't a wax figure. It was moving and freaky looking. Wade steps outside to investigate, ignoring Carly, asking him not to leave her. Go with them. Why Why would you just let them? I mean, even you saw, okay, let's go together so that if I see it, I could be like, look, there it is. Yeah, that's either, what it was. either I'm going with you or we're both staying in here, yeah. we're, but we're not splitting up. No. Now alone inside the house of wax, Carly looks at the tableau of a man descending on a woman who is lying on a fainting couch. Their smiles and eyes are unnatural. She looks at the other figures to find the same kinds of disquieting expressions. She walks into the next room where she saw the person outside the window and now sees Wade walking through the trees. When she steps into the room with the dining table, she hears rattling. And outside of the window, Wade tries to open a chained cellar door before shrugging and walking (laughs) off. What the fuck are you doing out there? I don't know. (laughs) Why? He's treating <laughs> he's treating this like a video game <laughs> where his life is not I on the line. Yeah. I got to inspect everything. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to go that yeah. way. No. <laughs> As she walks through a kitchen, Carly hears creaking noises. In the moment of silence that follows, there's a loud banging on the window behind her. Carly turns to look toward the window, but instead comes face to face with the wax figure of a cook with the half melted face. Carly screams and pushes the cook down, her head popping off as she hits the ground. The the figure, not Carly. <laughs> <laughs> she was made of wax. Oh yeah. my god. Wow. That's why she hates it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wade just smirks at this as he steps away from the window. Carly runs out of the building. So he meant to scare her? Yeah, I was gonna that's Well, he my was note. like really pleased. Yeah, like, why would you happy. do that? I'm done with this dude. <laughs> She runs right into Wade, who just tells her to calm down when she tells him she freaked out in there. Wade says that there's no one out there, but when she insists that she just wants to leave, he says that they can go wait at the station. I just want to point out, okay, she saw somebody in the mirror through the window. Yeah. Freaked her out. He went to go check it out. Yeah. He decides to scare the shit out of her. Yeah. He smirks about it. Yeah. She runs outside and Mm -hmm. he goes, damn, Carly, what's wrong? (laughs) That's a direct quote. That's a direct quote. 
I hate this guy. Yeah. I, <laughs> you did this. Yes. No. You made all this I mean, happen. you didn't yeah. start it, but you capitalized yeah. on yeah. it. She's already scared. But we cut to Nick and Dalton standing next to each other and peeing on trees. Blake comes up behind them and asks if they're going to have sex. The two are confused, but Blake explains that he and Paige are going to, so Nick and Dalton can go and pick up Carly and Wade. They agree, and Blake calls out to Paige that they're going to stay here. Paige is sitting in the grass and flipping through a book of CDs. She says that they could go, but Blake tells her that he's tired of driving. He gives the keys to Dalton, but as soon as he walks away, Nick grabs Dalton and forces him to hand the keys over. At the Ambrose gas station, Carly says that she doesn't think that it's okay for them to be waiting inside as Wade fiddles with the fan belts. Wade says that the door was unlocked and Bo said he'd be here in 30 minutes, but it's been 45, so he won't mind. He was at a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe a little grace. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I get it. But it's also the, if the store is open, you don't wait outside to make a purchase. You make a purchase at the counter. True. I feel like this would be more valid if there was like a closed sign on the door like there oh, was at yeah. the wax museum. Okay. But oh. I don't know if there was. Yeah. Fair. I don't know. We didn't check. He turns it on Carly, saying that if Nick and Dalton hadn't come, they all would have fit in Blake's truck and none of this would have happened in the first place. Carly repeats that it's not her fault. Wade says he just doesn't understand why Nick has beef with him because he's always tried to be nice. But Carly simply says that he can't take it personally. Nick just has beef with everybody. She says that her and Nick used to be together all the time. But when he started getting into a little bit of trouble in junior high, their parents would always compare them. As Nick likes to say, she was the good twin and he is the evil twin. So he took that image and played it up like that's what he was supposed to be. She looks out the window and laments that she hates winter because it's already starting to get dark. Has anything about any of this screamed winter? <laughs> Not at all. No. no. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Just making sure because we, we also live in the American South. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know what winter looks and feels like. Not like that. Okay. Not only that, she's in a tank top and hasn't complained about the temperature yet. No, no. It, so, looks, it looks very bright. It looks yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. Wade looks through the fan belt and says that Bo has everything here but a 15 inch. I have to be honest with you. We're, that's it. I get Just it. Just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sorry, but someone who owns a hardware store, let's say. Yeah. Um, anybody who could look at that fan belt. Yeah. And could maybe take some off a shelf. Or yeah. Something. Or know the size a that specific, we need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems a little too calculated. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be vacating our residency at Ambrose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to have to use a 16 inch and make it work. He takes it off the wall and turns around to see Bo standing in the doorway. Bo asks if he was planning on stealing that, but Wade says no. He didn't know how much longer he would be, and he didn't want to interrupt again, so he left money on the counter, even though he doesn't even have the 15-inch that Wade needs. Bo just says that he does up at his house. Nope. So now we're going to a second location. I'm... Mm-mm. But... Wade goes to put the fan belt back on the wall and Carly goes over to Bo saying that she hopes that he didn't get the wrong idea that they're inside. Bo assures her that it's fine. He takes the money off the counter and Wade asks if that covers it and Bo tells him that it's close enough. He proposes that they walk to his house because it's only a couple blocks away. Carly is immediately game, but Wade stops to ask, you have fan belts at your house? I'm like, at least somebody that it does sound weird. Yeah. That is a 
It's weird. Oh, I know we have a size 15. <laughs> yeah. I, I keep them right next to the coffee I'm, maker. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm completely out of stock at my store, but, but. I have them at my house. Uh, well, okay. because I took them over there earlier. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, they're at yeah. the house. Bo explains that things get delivered to his home when he's not at the gas station, and he invites Wade to just keep the 16-inch instead, but Carly says that it's okay and follows Bo out of the station. Okay, real quick, why? Why, why, why? You are, you, that's the thing, too, right now with Carly. I'm like, okay, we're following you, whatever. You know you feel uncomfortable. You were uncomfortable in the House of Wax. You've been uncomfortable this whole time. Since Lester. Yeah, we had you heard uh wade said he can make it work that's the thing if there was no other workaround yeah then let's go to the house yeah but for him to be like oh i can do this yeah no yeah <laughs> she's oh, like no no <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> i don't trust you yeah <laughs> but as they step outside wade asks if he can use the bathroom bo says he can use the one at his house because the one in the gas station is out of order hmm they leave and Wade asks Bo if it's too late to sign Carly up for the beauty pageant. He smiles at Carly, but when Bo says that unfortunately it is too late because Carly would have won hands down, Carly chuckles and thanks him and Wade is no longer smiling. The chuckles seem more genuine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, now that's funny. Yeah, that's how you tell a joke. <laughs> he tells Bo that the House of Wax was pretty cool and Bo asks if they went inside. Wade says that they did because it was unlocked and Bo notices that everything around Wade seems to be unlocked and that shuts him and Carly up. I would have never copped to that. No. Yeah. Like, oh yes, we trespassed. No. He's like, let's talk about anything other than my hot girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, the house of wax is sweet, man. Yeah, we broke in. So who died, dude? Jeez. <laughs> it's like, wait, just be quiet and God. walk, please. <laughs> Bo breaks the silence by saying that people used to come from miles away to see the House of Wax and that Trudy was the main artist. Carly asks, what about Vincent? Bo says Vincent was one of Trudy's boys. Carly asks if they're still around and Bo says they're not. And it's a terrible story. Trudy's husband, Doc Sinclair, was a doctor in the big city until he got his license revoked for doing surgeries on the side. I love that it's the big city. Like, (laughs) what city? Well, I think my... (laughs) My point of contention is just the phrase <laughs> surgeries on the side. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah. And you I, never want to, those, yeah, those don't go together. Yeah. Those words don't go together. But Wade's probably like, this is why we shouldn't move to the big city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you hear this? Yeah. Stay in Gainesville. But Doc Sinclair was doing things that most doctors wouldn't dare do. So he and Trudy moved to Ambrose and set up a practice here. And Trudy found her calling with the house of wax. He says they settled down and had a couple kids. Wade and Carly are confused as to what was so bad about that, but Bo's not finished. Clearly, he's not finished. Like, why are you like, that's not so bad. He said it's a terrible story. Well, honestly, that part is kind of bad when he's like, he did things that other doctors wouldn't dare to do. What did he do? Not only that, but he set up a new practice in Ambrose. Yeah, (laughs) where he's free to do whatever (laughs) the hell he wants. It's like, well, what is it? This is scaring me. (laughs) But he says that Trudy got a cyst in her brain and started rotting away. He says that she couldn't work anymore. And in Bo's words, she just went crazy. Doc Sinclair had to strap her to the bed and the whole town could hear her screaming from their house. Doc Sinclair was so depressed that he couldn't save her. So he shot himself and died. The two boys were left all alone and ended up in foster homes. 
As he finishes his story, they approach Bo's house. Before he heads inside, he tells Wade and Carly to sit in his truck and he'll grab the fan belt from inside and then give them a ride back to their car. Carly says that they have friends picking them up where the road is washed out and Bo says that he can take them there then. He says it's the least they can do for making them wait and they agree. Mm. Yeah, none of this. Carly gets in the car, but before Wade gets in next to her, Bo reminds him that he said he needed to use the restroom. He heads toward the house, but Bo hangs back to ask Carly if she needs to use the can. Classy. <laughs> Carly says that she's fine. <laughs> that's just that's funny. <laughs> you gotta use the can. Yeah. <laughs> but she's left behind in the car as Bo and Wade climb the steps to Bo's house. You guys are just giving yourselves. You really yeah. are. You really are. <laughs> I. It was very funny because I didn't remember what happened in this movie next. Yeah. But in my head, the second the door closes, <laughs> Wade's like, "Oh, nice," but he gets clocked right in the head. <laughs> yeah. like, that's it. Because you allowed this to happen. You did. Like, you walked right into it. <laughs> Inside, Bo asks Wade where they were headed, and Wade says they were headed to a football game. Bo shows where the bathroom is and says that after he changes, he'll grab the fan belt. He heads upstairs, eyeing Wade over his shoulder as he goes. <laughs> it looked really suspicious. Yeah. That, that, look is, that look is, I'm going to kill you later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you later. Be prepared. But Wade's just like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bathroom's this way? It's like, dude, oh my God. <laughs> so oblivious. The house is cluttered inside, and Wade climbs a different set of stairs in a narrow hallway in search of the bathroom. In Blake's car, Dalton begs Nick to let him drive because Blake gave him the keys. Nick says that that's because Blake thinks that Nick was the one that stole the car and crashed it. Dalton tells Nick that he didn't have to cover for him, but Nick says that Dalton's jacket is clean and that he already had plenty of stains on his. One more won't make a difference. I have to be honest... I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but let me tell you, when we were talking, and I was like, oh, I got an idea what would have worked better. Please. What if Carly had done it? Mm. And that's why Nick is so has such animosity towards her. Okay. That would be better. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. The good twin, evil twin, and then especially things that we learn later and like the, right, you right. know. Yeah, but I, I just feel, I, I think it's the way that it's unrolled. Well, John Paul was like, Unveiled, yeah. John Paul was like, why did he boop his nose? And he's like, remember, you're the one that crashed. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking laughing. Well, I mean, really? Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. Well, he's because well, <laughs> that's because he thinks I crashed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird that Dalton's like, you know, you have to do that, man. Like, that's I appreciate it. But it's all good. You didn't have to do it. It's it. Yeah, it didn't work for me either, man. No. Like I it's so but we got to make everyone. Nick's a good guy. But, that, that's what but, it says. But he's been an asshole the entire before, film. Yeah. Before shit pops off, we need to know that he's good. But number two, also with Dalton, this is <laughs> this is a very serious crime. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever happens today at this house of wax, Nick is facing <laughs> very serious time. Yeah. <laughs> but what? nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, it was really weird. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see what you're doing here. But again, that would have made Carly look bad. And I know that people love a squeaky clean final girl or whatever. But I, I think that that would have worked better, especially as we learn later that things are not always what they seem with certain characters. Right. It Yes. And it could also lead to a bit of a redemption arc. Exactly. Yeah. But they went the other way with it. Yeah. Or Dalton, for some reason, is <laughs> stealing cars. Yeah. And- who the fuck is Dalton? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? We're yeah. with a camera. <laughs> yeah. 
But Nick looks down at the GPS and asks what this town even is because it's not even on the GPS. Back at Bo's house, Wade steps out of the bathroom. On his way down the hall, he peeks in an office. On the desk, there are animal fetuses and jars, and Wade puts his grubby little hands on all of them, picking them up and even shaking them and laughing softly. He shakes them, laughs softly, and makes pig noises. He does. <laughs> At that point, I was like, okay, whatever happens is completely his fault. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no. <laughs> you don't, nobody told you to come in here. No. Literally. This isn't your stuff. For each, for each pig noise, <laughs> <laughs> you, you shall receive <laughs> Yeah, like all my sympathy is gone. No, yeah. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand the curiosity. Yes. That's not your stuff. No. That would creep me out. Yeah. Just peeking in that room, there's like a doctor's coat yeah, hung no, up. No. I'm, I'm, I'll well, meet you outside. No, 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 no. Because you, Bo, you told us everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you told us everything. And this now. This like a doctor's office. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Seems like this is Doc Sinclair's office. And they had two boys in yeah. there. <laughs> Interesting. But then we just, uh, hmm, oink, oink. Yeah. No, get out of here. Go get your girlfriend and save her life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In the car, still sitting alone and waiting, Carly turns the keys in the ignition so she can start the radio. When there's nothing but static with an aria buried beneath it, she turns the radio back off. Meanwhile, Wade's nosy ass is still looking around the office. He sees a framed certificate for Victor Sinclair in the field of general surgery. The glass is cracked. Once again, the star of that tragic story was a Doc Sinclair. (laughs) But, you know... And then Wade's like, man, means nothing. Oh, yeah. oink, oink, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, dude. Can you be useful at yeah. all? Never. At all. Never. <laughs> he continues to look around, many wax masks on the shelves on the walls. Behind a curtain, he finds a bed with straps on it. There are trays of old medical equipment. <laughs> And Wade can't stop himself from picking a piece up and playing with it. <laughs> yeah. What? They're, 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 do they need a sign that says surgery's on the side? Yeah. Like, no. what do you need? Just a you neon sign that, that says Dr. Yeah. Sinclair. <laughs> it's a uh, wow. But it is very dark outside now, and Carly is sick of waiting. She gets out of the car and stands beside the steps of Bo's house. When she looks back at his vehicle, though, she looks stricken and immediately walks away from the house. We follow her as she goes, passing the front of Bo's truck with a busted-out headlight. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah, what already happened, happened. It's been set in motion. It was him at the campsite! No, uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick fucked us. <laughs> yeah, you he shouldn't did. have done that. As Wade tests the strength of the straps on the bed, <laughs> Carly honks Bo's horn. He hears this and turns back toward the door he came in, but suddenly the lights go out. Wade holds his hands in front of him to try to find his way out, but when he reaches the door to the office, he finds it locked. He knocks on the door, <laughs> asking to be let out, but he's oblivious to a trap door opening in the floor behind him. The thing that gets me about this <laughs> is, again, how oblivious Wade is. He's knocking on the door. And he's like, well, clearly some mistake has been made here. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the draft blew this door closed. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're about to die. Yeah. And blew the lock in there. <laughs> yes. He did. Like, oh, Bo. Bo. I, I didn't park my car here. It's like, dude, what you, are you doing in here? Why, why are you in here in the first place? It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> 
A hand comes out of the trap door holding a giant pair of scissors that silently move toward the back of Wade's leg while he continues to knock on the door and yell. Y'all already know what's coming. Mm. The scissors make short work of Wade's Achilles tendon and he screams, collapsing to the ground. It hurts every time, every time I see this in anything. Yes. Yeah. And I got to say, everything that they do gore-wise in this film, fantastic. It oh, really no, is. Yeah. Again, he crawls backwards back into the makeshift operating room and arms himself with one of the vintage medical tools. He swings blindly in the darkness before tripping and falling to the ground again. He pulls himself back up and scans the dark room. There is silence as Wade waits for whoever attacked him to finally show themselves. But finally they do. With long dark hair and a plain faced mask, Vincent lunges toward him. But and this was the same person who heard them in the House of Wax earlier. Yes. And I mean, technically, he's kind of got a leather face thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. With home defense. Yeah. But he promptly stabs Wade through the chest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this happened. I was like, man, you suck. Oh, my God. I got to admit, I mean. <laughs> um, but she scalds herself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call back to last week. Um I will say that from this, uh, from that, I thought, I thought, I'm like Wade's dead, right? Yeah. Um, I was surprised to see him die this soon. Yeah. Right. Like pleasantly surprised, <laughs> but <laughs> it was very surprising to me with the person of this. It's 2005, Jared Padalecki. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he still is. Yeah. A person of renown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is an interesting twist. I didn't expect. Right. I kind of thought the two of them, even though they've set up this sibling dynamic going on in the background. I thought it was going to be the final they two. They would make yeah. it, yeah. But uh, we'll keep going. Mm -hmm. Carly continues to honk the horn outside, but Wade is back on the ground. Vincent looks down at him, his face mostly concealed by his long, dark hair. Is that his Michael Myers head tilt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. As Wade looks up fearfully, Vincent kicks him in the face. So Wade is still alive yeah. at this point. Yeah. Outside, Carly takes out her phone and makes a call. Blake's phone rings back at the campsite, and when Paige leaves the tent to answer it, Blake comes out behind her, picks her up, and brings her back inside. The voicemail picks up, and Carly asks where they are. She says that they just ran into the guy in the truck from last night, but before she can say anything else, the front door to Bo's house opens behind her. She hides the phone behind her back as Bo, now wearing a mechanic outfit with the hat pulled down low, comes outside. She asks him where Wade is, and Bo is surprised that he's not outside. He assumes he must still be in the bathroom. <laughs> That's a little discourteous. Well, I can't yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> he should have told me. <laughs> That's not a company thing to do. That's <laughs> very rude. You've never even been in my house before yeah, today. Yeah, you're going to do that here? <laughs> no, whatever's happening to you inside. Right, that's it. That's, that's it. Enough. Whatever's happening is fine. <laughs> I sanction this. Whatever <laughs> is happening. <laughs> well, well it's, it's he's still not in the bathroom. Yeah. It's currently in progress. <laughs> it is still happening, yes. <laughs> Motioning toward a basket full of stuff that he's holding, he tells her that he has the fan belt in there. She gets in the truck and locks the doors, telling him that she's waiting for Wade. When Bo tries to come around to the other door, she locks that one too. Bo is not happy. He drops his stuff and tells her to open the door, reminding her that it is his truck, and if she doesn't let him in, he's calling the cops. She says that he's the guy from the campsite, and Bo drops the act. He slams himself against the door until the window breaks. I want to be honest, though. 
he put very little effort into hiding yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he shouldn't be surprised that the jig is up at all. Because we find out later that he does have another vehicle, but he was still like, get in. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to recognize Nobody's going to look at the front of the vehicle. <laughs> and he's got a lot of shit for 20 bucks. Yeah. And, yeah. It's not Honestly. just about. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Wade walked up to the house with him. He didn't see it. He was there too. He looked back at Carlene. Um, I'm just Wade. <laughs> Wait, whatever's happening yeah. oh <laughs> in there <laughs> carly flings herself away from the window her phone dropping to the floor in the process Bo is still able to grab her feet and try to pull her out of the car telling her that he's just trying to help her carly turns the keys in the ignition and presses the pedal with her hand causing the car to race backward Bo continues to hold on to her legs hanging out of the window but when she spins the wheel he flies off Carly sits in the seat properly and takes off, but the back wheel slides off of a ledge. Without the wheel on the ground to gain traction, it spins wildly as Carly revs the engine until it dies. She grabs for her phone under the seat, but she can't find it. And when she can't see when she peers into the darkness in front of her, she turns on the headlight, one headlight, <laughs> and Bo is standing there. He slams his fist down on the hood. Don't he think that that's a small reaction? <laughs> He's like, well, that tears it. Like, I think that earns more. She almost the murdered ache. you. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally ache. I, uh, what bad luck. Uh, like, what, for Carly? her, yeah. yeah. It's like, man, that. Uh, yeah, it's just one thing after yeah. another. Carly climbs out of the back window of the truck, makes her way across the bed and runs down the street. In Blake's car, Dalton asks Nick if he thinks that Carly and Wade will stay together after she moves to New York. When he tries to comment on a perceived way that Carly looks at him sometimes, Nick interrupts and tells him that it's not happening. And even if it was, it's not. He tells him that it's nothing personal. Dalton tries to confirm that Nick likes him better than he likes Wade, but Nick says that Wade isn't so bad. After a moment, Dalton says that he likes Wade too. <laughs> What is happening? Yeah, what? This uh, is the screenwriting here is so strange. It really it, weird. it makes me feel like things were changed or that things were cut out because this is so just the opposite yeah. of who these people Something. were. Yeah. Like, it's like them. they they're doing reshoots and like, "Oh shit, we forgot. Yeah. We forgot to humanize <laughs> them." Fuck. Yeah. Like cuz <laughs> as I was watching this scene, I was like, they have never let on any of this. No. No, they straight up bully Wade. Even a yeah. hint of it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Wade too. No, you don't. Yeah. You were talking <laughs> shit about his car, the both of you. No, and yeah, his you complain the hair. whole time. Yeah. Like, so I just don't, I don't get it. Your car I don't sucks, know. dude. <laughs> this whole little thing, I don't know, it's just weird. It is, but they're like, Wade's great. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that coming from? I don't know. But speaking of Wade, back in Ambrose, Vincent drags him across a dirt floor toward a room with clanging machinery as Carly catches her breath outside. In a room lit by candles, Wade is put up on a table where his shirt is cut off and a syringe is plunged into him. Vincent continues to cut his clothes off before scrubbing his face and body clean. We see that his Achilles tendon has been sewed back together and Vincent carefully works to close the stab wounds in his chest and shoulder. Man, some Botox and a sponge bath? <laughs> Fuck Botox. Yeah. This is the welcome yeah. wagon. Take me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. what they've been waiting for. I'm going to Ambrose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the background, Wade sees the dog from earlier sitting on a bed. 
Vincent gently smooths wax over the hair on Wade's face before pressing a cloth to it and ripping it away, pulling the hair with it. And a wax. Yeah, wax me up, fam. <laughs> yeah, the hair removed, get it all off. That, not that much. No, not all of it, not all of well, it. Well, you don't want no breaches. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a breach. <laughs> but Carly continues to run down the main street of the dark and deserted town when with no warning, all of the lights in the buildings and shops turn on. Okay, this I love. Yeah. Yes. That shot's fantastic. Just the, it's like a pulse going through the town. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. Back inside, a now naked and hairless Wade is set up in a contraption. There are pieces that keep his head and limbs still. Vincent stokes a fire beneath a giant vat of boiling oil and begins to turn knobs and pull levers. The contraption responds with letting loose streams of hot wax onto Wade's face and body. Sedated by the injection, Wade can do nothing but scream weakly with no expression on his face. The music mounts as the wax encases him. The contraption is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like a combination of something from like a Nine Inch Nails video. Okay. Uh, okay. Carl Starger's Nightmares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, the the thing at the optometrist, or the, like, is one better? Or <laughs> all, two or all one? Equally or, scary yeah. things. Absolutely. <laughs> Completely equal. Um, they had said that they spent a lot of time designing this because they wanted it to partially appear that it could be vintage. Yeah. But also do something that was unlike anything you had seen before. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they accomplished both. No, yeah. I would agree. Because this thing is very, very interesting. It, it is. And I laugh, I'm sorry, because there's one moment that comes later that is one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> that, in, that involves this contraption. No, yeah. <laughs> I just remember oh, it. I <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. <laughs> I uh, did want to shout out John Ottman, the composer for the film. Right on. And I was looking through his filmography. It mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. I did want. I I thought it was interesting that he would later go on to do Orphan as well. Oh wow! Okay. But he did do some X Men movies. He did right. Gothica as well. Mm. Yeah. Which you, you know, mean, Rosemary's Baby too. We yeah. did Rose- <laughs> the Rosemary's Baby remake <laughs> and um, Cable Guy. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's random. But yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I, I I really like the score on this film. Like it goes above and beyond even when there's scenes where it really feels like it doesn't need to. Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah, I, I, I think it's good. I appreciate it. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but outside, Carly stands in the newly resurrected town, and when she hears pipe organ playing from the church, she sprints there. Inside, she finds people sitting in the pews and begs them for help, but they don't move. As she travels up the aisle, we see that these people, including the priest they interrupted earlier, are made of wax. Though a figure sits at the pipe organ, the music is provided by an audio player. Carly bumps into one of the wax worshippers' arms, and it falls off, and there does appear to be human meat inside, not wax meat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. Just clear it's not. Um, <laughs> this, this is a direct rip from the Black Palace, I will say. Uh, this was one of our best scenes, uh, and I feel, uh, feel litigation might be on the... I don't know how they got to it. You really shouldn't be talking about this publicly. (laughs) We're liable. Yeah, we're pursuing. (laughs) What's the statute of limitations? I hope it's 20 plus years. But 
Uh, the thing is, is that I, <laughs> I really enjoyed this reveal. Right. Because the way that they had shown the church before was mm. so smart. Yeah. In that you see the priest for all of two seconds. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's staring at them. Exactly. You know, and it's just enough. And the wax work is so brilliant that it did look like a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally, I put in there, I said, I could have sworn his mouth was moving. Yeah. I went back. It wasn't. I meant to go back and I didn't have time to. Yeah. I was sure that they swapped it from an actor to. Me too. Yeah. They didn't? They did not. Wow. Yeah. I was, yeah, very I, impressed. I thought the same thing. That yeah. is same thing. In- incredibly impressive. Hell because yeah. I remember <laughs> like being like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like, because it looks <laughs> like he's gawking at them. Yes. But wow. Yeah, that's it, it's very good. That's impressive. But Carly snatches the program out of one of the wax hands. The front reads our beloved sister, Trudy Sinclair. In the open casket is the wax figure of Trudy Sinclair, played by Dragicia DeBert. Bo approaches loudly outside, and when he stops to snub out a cigarette on the church steps, Carly hears him and hides. Now, hold on. Now, she left the fucking door open. I mean, it's what? cracked. You know, uh, but it's you don't do that. No, it's like uh, the movie want. It's like tempting me to take away a point. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like but remember, Deftones, Deftones. Well, that point's I, already right, gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's gone because of disturbance. Yeah, they canceled each other out <laughs> right away. <laughs> no, I wow. didn't. I didn't take it yet. No, I didn't take it yet. But <laughs> well, my thing. I mean, if it's a big town, she could be anywhere. Right. Why yeah. would you let him know that you're in the church? Yeah. yeah. Period. At all. I mean, it's not that big of a town. It's a town. It's a town. No, yeah, but, but there are multiple buildings. Yeah, and they all seem to be unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Bo comes inside, quietly walking up the aisle and kicking the discarded arm to the side with a smile. He apologizes to his mother for their lack of respect before continuing his search for Carly. He checks behind the podium, but she's not there. He starts toward the door again, but stops in his tracks. Carly listens in her hiding spot for his footsteps and screams when he suddenly grabs her. She was hiding under the priest's robes. Is it funny that that's where she was hiding? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot of places to hide. Yeah. <laughs> she runs out of the church and down the street, but Bo quickly closes the gap between them and tackles her. He tries to shush her, but when Carly sees the person in the window pull back the shades again, she screams for help. I did want to say I like the top-down shot of the chase. Yeah. yeah. That's it was neat. Good. Yeah. yeah. You don't see that often. But the person just closes the curtains back. Bo continues to shush her, and Carly asks what he's going to do to her. Nick and Dalton finally come to the washed-out end of the road and get out of Blake's car. Dalton asks that they should just drive through it. When Nick is incredulous, Dalton insists that he could do it. Nick hands him the keys, but Dalton pauses, and Nick muses that that's what he thought. And Dalton just uses the keys to lock the car and he follows Nick towards Ambrose. Bo carries Carly through the gas station and turns on some very loud Marilyn Manson to cover up the sounds of the struggle. I, okay. Firstly, I am bummed out that when I hear Marilyn Manson I now, know. all the badness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say there's no way that this song is on the radio in this town. <laughs> Thank you. It was never a single from this album. Well, hold on, though. Not only that, remember, huh. she just checked the radio back at the house. You're right. So it's this a either player. It was a cassette player. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> 
He this either had to be on the radio or he had the cassette of this album ready and he was listening to it earlier. No, 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 no. You said there was this was yeah, never no, a single. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally almost passed out. Right there. <laughs> I'm getting my mind right right now. <laughs> well, and when she had poked her head in here before it was playing blues. That's yeah. true. So when did he have time to whatever? Yeah. To, I don't know. But he puts her into a chair with fastens on it and ties her in. He takes duct tape and wraps it around her already secured wrists and legs. As he does this, Carly notices scars on Bo's own wrist. Okay, so this entire time, whenever we see Vincent, yeah, we see Bo. I'm literally, and I have it in my notes, I'm trying to figure out who was the one that was eating the cereal at the beginning. Yeah. And so I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then this is the concrete done. Yeah. His wrist? Yeah. 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 And it tells so you. we have officially figured it out. Mm-hmm. So there should be no giant reveal later, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. Because okay. they just told us. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> but Dalton opens the door of the gas station, calling out for Carly and Wade. Carly tries to scream, but Bo covers her mouth and threatens to slit her throat if she does scream. After having only poked his head in, Dalton steps back outside and says that there's music playing, but he doesn't think anyone's in there. Why would there be music playing? <laughs> yeah. And Nick agrees. Yeah. No one's here. And I'm sorry. You can say what you will, but this isn't music. This is very yeah. specific. <laughs> yeah. It's chosen. Someone yeah. is playing this. Yeah. Yes. Dalton follows Nick as he walks off and someone watches them through a grate below. Nick says that he's thirsty, so he's going to go to that store they passed. When Dalton asks him what about his sister and Wade, Nick's like, maybe they're at the store. Chewing on his nails, Dalton says that they came all this way and they're not even looking for them. Nick suggests that they go in opposite directions and meet up if they don't find them. Dalton agrees and the two split. Once again, I thought that that car ride was supposed to say like, oh, Nick's actually a really nice guy or whatever. Your sister is at this point missing. Mm -hmm. Can I ask, do do you guys remember that car ride being very bright when it was already established it was night in the town? Yeah. Oh. Because now I'm thinking that it's definitely, it has to be reshoots, right? Because if we I get to town and we're like, no, we still hate Wade. I you just said you loved him or <laughs> yeah. whatever. That's what I'm saying. If I did so feel tacked on. It feels very weird. Was it day? I could have sworn. I could be wrong, but I'm, I uh, feel like it was very bright in that car. And why would you drive with the brights on, like on the interior? I remember getting in trouble <laughs> as a kid because we yeah. kept like, yeah. dude, but I understand that as a driver. It's like, dude, it's blinding. Turn <laughs> it off. are going to fucking get us. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> and every child believed it. <laughs> Nick walks up to the store, but when he finds the door locked, he pounds on it, announcing himself as a paying customer. Inside, we see that the store has not been used in a very long time. An overturned jar is grimy and bugs make their way in and out of it. Dalton stops in the middle of the road, looking at the church before turning his attention on the house of wax. But back in the gas station, well, really under it because they are in a basement, mm-hmm. Bo soothes Carly as he takes out a tube of super glue. Despite her whimpers and her trying to hide her lips from him, Bo draws a line with the glue across her mouth. I heard in this like featurette commentary they did mm-hmm. as a cast, Alicia Cuthbert said that they didn't use super glue. Yeah. But they did use real glue. Really? Girl. Yeah. It looks horrifying. Yeah, oh, it does. the it thought does. of it yeah. and how sensitive the skin on your lips are mm-hmm. like it, 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 it's very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But still, Bo compliments her lips, puckering his own to blow on the glue and dry it faster. Carly cries, trying to pull apart her lips, but the glue is doing its job and holding her mouth shut. Bo heads across the room to the door that's next to a mattress with pictures up on the wall. He closes it behind him as he leaves and the lock clicks into place. Alone now, Carly tests the strength of the chair, fighting against it. Bo heads outside and starts to lock up the gas station. I don't know where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so my work here is done. <laughs> I guess maybe he was going after Nick and Dalton, but he's just oh, very yeah. like cash. Well, he has to appear that way. I yeah. guess. But Nick walks over to him. He tells him that he's looking for his sister and her boyfriend. And from where she is, Carly can hear his voice. She tries to scream and it isn't loud enough, but a piece of the chair does break loose. Bo says that he hasn't seen them, but Nick asks, isn't this the only gas station in town? They were definitely here. Bo maintains that he didn't see them. I don't know why he's being so confrontational. (laughs) Well, I didn't see him. All right. But Nick continues to press, asking if anyone else works here. Bo says that he owns the store, and if they came by, he would have seen. But Nick brings up the very good point that he was just here a minute ago, and Bo didn't see him. Bo just tells him that he can't help him. (laughs) (laughs) Carly frees most of her body from the chair and stands on it to poke her fingers through the grate above her. She screams the best she can. Nick doesn't see the fingers, but he does hear the scream. Bo dismisses it as a sound from his dog. <laughs> and Nick's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. dog sounds like that all the time. <laughs> but Bo suddenly remembers that his brother Vincent was here and maybe Vincent helped them. He tells Nick that his brother is up at the house now as he casually walks over to the grate noticing Carly's fingers. Nick says that his friend went that way earlier and under the guise of tying his shoe, Bo waits for Carly's fingers to make another appearance, a pair of pliers poised and ready. When she sticks her fingers back up, Bo clips the tip off of one of them. He is very pleased with himself and hides the fingertip away in his pocket. I, (laughs) the shock that I felt, I can't even express. I do, I do have to commend Bo's like David Blaine sleight of hand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As he's like tying his shoe, he clips the finger and just pops it in his mouth like a puffy Cheeto. And then, <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, I was so I was so taken aback by this. Yeah. Because I didn't expect you don't expect that kind of a thing to happen. So, well, I say so soon. We're so deep into this film. Yeah. But, but the, but the shit has final just girl. started happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are very deep into the film, but the shit has just finally hit the fan. So for someone to lose a finger and have their like mouth glued shut yeah, it's yeah. like it's a lot the lead yeah 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 very surprising yeah but she wasn't even looking up there when she was sticking her finger through there that, no half that's of the problem is on yeah, you that's you should have been looking at this dude what was she trying to do something with the chair still i think she was trying to get her brother's attention yeah but why was she looking down it was, she was trying to stretch but still dude's yeah. right <laughs> above <stretch. laughs> she's like ah! like she's it was screaming it was tense. but she's got to look the other way because if she screams Man. the other way he's gonna get mad <laughs> my <laughs> back is just you hit you hit 25 <laughs> oh yeah no, no one tells you yeah, <laughs> but nick sees none of this and when Bo offers him to go up to the house he agrees oblivious to the fact that Bo has armed himself with something long and sharp They start to walk away, but back beneath the gas station, Carly painstakingly pries her lips back open. It is hard to look at. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty rough. She screams for her brother to help her, and Nick snaps into action. Bo tries to attack him, but Nick dodges it and punches Bo in the face. 
He runs inside the gas station, locking it before Bo can force his way inside. I think he was ready to fight Bo. Nobody has those reflexes like that. <laughs> Bo runs to the garage door, but just as he lifts it, Nick brings it back down and slides a screwdriver in to lock it. He looks out the windows, but Bo is gone. He follows Carly's voice downstairs and frees her from the chair, pausing to look at her severed finger. Carly asks where Bo is, but Nick says that he just locked him out and asks where Wade is. Carly says that she doesn't know. Wade went into their house and this place is a freak show. She rips off a piece of her tank top and wraps it around her finger. I was very proud that one of the characters did something right. Yes. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, all right. You saved your sister. Was like, yeah. All right. That's one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will say, and the thing is, is I remember looking at the time of the film, and I believe this is about like an hour and five in or something along yeah. those lines. And look, a film doesn't need to be this. This this film should be like 90 minutes long. It really should. Oh, yeah. Because we, we lengthen the film if there's going to be interesting set pieces or if we're going to get into a lot of characterization or world building. We don't do really any of these things. Yeah. And so why is why did it take us so long to get to this point? I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we do not know. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have. Completely oblivious to all of this, but it, it is it, it's right up the street. Yeah. Dalton lets himself into the house of wax. <laughs> he walks through the first floor, touching the figures and calling out to Carly and Wade, but he doesn't receive an answer. He ventures into the next room and finds Wade sitting motionless. <laughs> Dude. And unblinking at the piano. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> the, the figures. <laughs> the, the, the figures. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> but I would know that this isn't the guy. <laughs> this isn't the guy I wrote up here with. Yeah. <laughs> I would know from. Uh, on sight but dalton he's like wade yeah. we've been looking for you yeah. <laughs> you a wax figure yeah, what, what the, the fuck? fuck is that what happens yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> it's, it's it clearly is. not it no <laughs> and it's not even <laughs> dark <laughs> yeah they have light in there <laughs> He tells Wade <laughs> that they've been waiting for him and he's confused <laughs> when Wade doesn't respond. <laughs> That's weird. He reaches out and touches Wade's face and Wade's eyes turn to look at him. Dalton realizes that Wade is trapped <laughs> inside the wax. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. No, no. <laughs> yes, he is. He tries to peel off the wax covering Wade's face and the skin comes right off with it, revealing the muscle underneath. This, okay, this is brilliant. Yes, yeah. it is. It looks amazing, but it is, I'm not going to say ruined because I really do like this visual effect. Yeah. And the makeup. But Dalton <laughs> literally, after he, after he tears off Wade's fucking cheek and reveals the muscle underneath, he says, oh, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. And then he keeps peeling his face. Yes, and he keeps he doing it. Why? What is going on? You clearly don't like him. No. <laughs> you lied. You lied. You lied. You lied. <laughs> Wade's eyes shift back and forth wildly and tears leak from them as he gives out muffled protests. But Dalton's like, no, I got it. <laughs> I'm going to get you out of here, man. <laughs> He apologizes, but continues to peel off Wade's face. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that. 
I, that's exactly uh, yeah. what it is. I, I I do. I love. I I would love this moment if it weren't for Dalton's weird reaction yeah. to all this. <laughs> On the other side of the room, someone turns to look at them. Wade tries to get Dalton's attention with his eyes, but it's too late. It's Vincent. He rushes toward Dalton and tries to slash at him, but Dalton is like, too fast. (laughs) Instead, Wade's face is slashed and the wax falls away, revealing more muscle in Wade's teeth. Okay, this again is amazing. Yes. But it's very funny (laughs) because the second that the piece comes off, Wade's eyes go right to the ceiling. (laughs) He's dead. He's like, great. No. He's, He's his rolling like, his He's like fantastic. <laughs> like this day can get any worse. Oh God! But I, I, I <laughs> we laugh, but I want to commend the makeup no, work. Oh yeah, it looks it's good. It's really great. <laughs> this whole sequence just with doll. I it just it tickled me. But it looks fucking great, and it is it genuinely does. what has been done to Wade is genuinely creepy this and is disturbing, frightening. Yeah. yeah, and I mean even just the visual of him being trapped and the tears rolling down and his yeah, eyes yeah. moving. It, Scary it, to me. It was extremely effective. Yes, mine it was is just <laughs> yeah <laughs> stuff around it. Yeah, <laughs> was a little goofy. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> but a chase ensues. Dalton runs into the kitchen and throws plates at Vincent, but since they're all made of wax, it doesn't do anything. He goes through a door and finds a set of wax stairs adorned with burning candles. Vincent catches up and pushes Dalton down the stairs. He honestly kind of waits to be pushed down the Yeah, stairs. he does. <laughs> so this is my cue. Uh, well, um, he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> get the you're fuck not going to reason here. with him. Yes. You see what he did to Wade? <laughs> <laughs> I um, truly, truly, truly love the design of this lair. Yeah. yeah. There are faces in the walls. Yes. Mm-hmm. The wax is I they were talking a bunch of different things that they had used as far as getting together because it's like the Simpsons where it's like, well, you want to use horses, you can't use horses yeah. on screen. <laughs> so the wax, if they were just to use wax flat, just period, mm-hmm. it's not gonna look like wax on film. And so what they did is they concocted their own blend of wax huh to appear more wax like okay when that it was is shot. so that it, it whatever they did it worked yes because yeah. the walls the stairs the candles everything is so brilliant in this lair i can't get over the production design no yeah, yeah it looks great yeah Dalton crashes into the basement and tries to back away, but Vincent descends the stairs and stands over him. With his boot on Dalton's chest and without a moment of hesitation, Vincent brings down a pair of shears with handles that look like a dragon and Dalton stops struggling. We watch as he pulls Dalton's headless body into the next room as Dalton's head is left behind, blinking unconsciously as he stares endlessly at the wax walls. So they went out of their way to do the majority of everything we see practically. Mm-hmm. This is obviously a composite shot, but it is really, really well done. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. With, I guess, they used the blue screen for the head turn. Okay. But it, it looks so fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 2005. Yeah, oh, it, yeah it's yeah. really impressive. Like, it looks really good. I, I like it, but again... Dalton, it's like yeah. he didn't put up a fight. He's no. like, hold on, hold on, dude. No. Yeah, no, he really, he why, really well, didn't. Why did you come here? I don't, I don't know. Push me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back beneath the gas station, Carly and Nick hear an engine outside. Nick comments that Bo is leaving, and we see a truck back away from the gas station, like a tow truck, not Bo's truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They go back upstairs and Nick arms himself with the wrench. He remembers that Dalton has the keys and is suddenly worried for his friend. He tries to call the cops, but the phone is dead. He asks where Carly's cell phone is, and she says that it might be in the truck by the house, but she's still worried about Wade. Nick is confused when she says that she's worried that he's been turned to wax, but she explains that everyone here is wax. Then she remembers something, and they head outside. On the street, Carly points out the woman that pulled the curtain back to look out at her. Nick tries to peer in through the window and sees the static of a TV before getting jump scared by the woman opening the curtain again. (laughs) I gotta be honest, man. Um, Everything that Carly personally has seen in this town, the fact that any part of her is like, miss, miss, miss. (laughs) (laughs) That is... That is why I can't relate to these characters yeah. at all. Yeah, that's a lot. That's lost. That's, that, let's yeah. just not even waste our time. There's clearly some kind of mechanics. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. But close up, they can see that she's just another wax figure rigged to repeat this motion over and over. You can see her silhouette from right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's just She was there, right yeah. There. yeah. And it's the same action over and over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nick says that this is impossible and is stunned by the prospect that there's a real person beneath the wax figure of that woman. But Carly tells him that they're all like that and there's at least 20 more at the church. Now, do y'all remember Paige and Blake? Yes, barely. Barely, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're still at the campsite. Oh, oh. I mean, they couldn't have just been cut from the film completely? Yeah. Apparently not. Okay. We need more We need more bodies, man. Oh, right on, right on. As Automatic by Brothers Conti plays, Paige pulls away from the kissing to do a little strip tease for Blake. Now, I got to say, I said up top, there was a song that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> yes. It is this one. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was dying laughing. I want to talk about this song for a second. <laughs> <laughs> because as I was watching this last night, I thought to myself, <laughs> music is an amazing thing. It is. Yeah. So many people have such a, an incredible variety of tastes mm-hmm. that allow them to find things that they enjoy that touch them on a level that is beyond what you ever anticipated. Mm-hmm. Right. For me personally, this is the worst fucking song <laughs> I have ever heard in my goddamn life. You mean it didn't touch you? No. The way you move your body, babe. I, I, I was like, this has to be like the Lonely Island or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, this has no to be a parody. Shit. It yeah. sounds so generic, this dude. This can't be I, real. I, yeah. I genuinely could not this stop This cannot loving. be real. It's real. It is. <laughs> oh, real? It wasn't made just for this movie? Now that I don't know. But I do know that it's <laughs> but real. But it is real. <laughs> But finally, Paige goes over to Blake, and just as they start to kiss, she tells him that she needs to talk to him. Real quick, I know we had forgot about them, but okay, so when is this happening? Y'all are just making out, and they've been gone for how long? Literally. Literally. Are we jumping back in time? But it's full night. I, I I just don't understand the time frame of here because they left a long time ago when they were camping. They did. And- All this <laughs> shit has happened. Y'all are barely starting to kiss right now? Yeah. What Dal- a- <laughs> they had to listen to automatic on oh, repeat that- for three hours. <laughs> you dead. Get Blake yeah. the- <laughs> Wade's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot. Carly's lost a finger on her. Yeah. Like a lot is happening. Yeah. And they're I like, all right, let's, let's yeah. get to going. <laughs> well, they had dinner. They <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but the music immediately cuts off and Blake is annoyed but asks what's going on. Paige starts with the fact that she's not sure and she doesn't want to freak him out, but he interrupts her 
Because he has to go leave and turn this music back on. <laughs> I know what I love is that the killer was like, no. Yeah. I was like, uh, 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 I'm not killing you. This, this cannot be my soundtrack. Uh, uh, to no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Paige is understandably pissed off, but Blake heads outside anyway and turns the music back on and it immediately picks up at the hook and I I, I, I uh, lost it. No, yeah. So see, I agree with you because this is where I drew, you lost the point. Yes. Yeah, and you're out of here. Like that was it. That, I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. But again, if this if this leaned into camp, yes. then this would be fucking perfect. That's was it. that you yeah. to the point? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, buddy. Why don't you go on a clock out for me? <laughs> no, I will not be accepting your two weeks. Yeah, no. You can leave. You can leave right now. Yeah, right. No, that's okay. You can yeah, just go. That's fine. Yeah, that's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll get by. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is when Blake notices the phone with the missed calls. He has a voicemail from Carly where he literally hears her being attacked by Bo earlier. Inside the tent, the mood is spoiled. Paige has put on a sweater and turned out the light. She's literally going to sleep. <laughs> when someone crawls into the tent, she thinks it's Blake, despite the fact that the shadow has long straight hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she calls out to him, and when he doesn't respond, she switches the light back on to reveal... Vincent with his wax mask over his face. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who would have thought? Right? Yeah. Paige screams, but manages to flee the tent. She trips at the campsite and finds Blake on the ground, bleeding and struggling to breathe with the knife jammed into his neck. Vincent calmly strolls out of the tent and brings his boot down on the knife, driving it further into Blake's neck. That was an interesting kill. Yeah, yeah it was. That's the thing, dude. The kills... Yeah. are really fucking good no, yeah, like they yeah. are and honestly this sequence obviously it doesn't live up to what I'm about to say mm -hmm. this is this movie's Helen Shivers moment it is okay. it is for sure okay. because I don't think that there's a chase in this film that tops this yeah, yeah. certainly Dalton's didn't <laughs> no, not at all you wanna push me <laughs> should I throw myself down <laughs> what do you wanna do I'm easy <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> Paige runs to a nearby abandoned sugar mill and hides in the darkness. Now, we were not made aware of this mill before right now. No. <laughs> but the mill is there. Yes. Just as she finds a safe spot, the lights turn on. She finds a basket filled to the brim with cell phones, and she tries several, but they're all either broken or dead. I have to admit that inclusion was very neat. It was. It was. Especially something that we're told later. Yes. Yeah. She walks out onto the catwalk, arming herself with a broken piece of railing that's sharp on one end. As she looks around, a knife comes up from the holes in the flooring and slashes the back of her foot again. Oh, my God. Ow. Yeah, that's a lot. And this this is very tense. It's yeah. really good. This whole this whole sequence is good. And I appreciate it because I feel like and I'm sure you're you have stuff to talk about about the production I mean, about the marketing of Paris Hilton being in this. Right. But I appreciated that they didn't have her be dumb. She yeah. is at least, she's doing her best here. She's honestly doing better than everyone. She yeah. is, yeah, trying to get away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She screams and falls, narrowly avoiding being cut in the face and chest by the knife as Vincent continues to thrust it upward. Paige manages to limp to a parking lot full of abandoned cars. She finds an unlocked one and quietly closes herself inside before laying down to hide in the back seat, still armed with the piece of railing. She watches quietly as Vincent walks right past the car. When he's out of sight, she closes her eyes and breathes a sigh of relief. But it's too early for that. 
Vincent doubles back and opens the front passenger door, brandishing his knife. Paige strikes him in the face with the sharp end of the railing, scraping wax off of his mask. She runs away and Vincent grabs the weapon to pull the wax off and reapply it to his mask. Everything, honestly, everything wax related in this film. I'm it's into. just great. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Paige hides behind a car and when she doesn't hear Vincent coming, she lifts her head up to peek through the window. Vincent was just waiting for this opportunity. He throws the piece of railing through the window and it catches Paige right in the center of her forehead. It impales her, sending her backward until she hits a fence and is pushed forward again. The railing hits the ground and drives it further through her head. Vincent goes over to admire his work before pulling out Dalton's camera and recording it. He pulls the railing out of Paige's head and her body collapses to the ground. Once again, with the camera seeming to specifically be about Paige. Yeah. yeah. Not a fan no, of this. No, this was before. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Allegedly, sure. allegedly, allegedly. Um, I think my thing about this, and we talked a little bit at the top about the, and it wasn't even the main marketing. Mm-hmm. They had their own slogan and everything, but there was a, some side marketing campaign that they were doing that basically capitalized on Paris Hilton's notoriety. Okay. And... I have heard so many conflicting things. One story that I read said that it was Paris Hilton's idea and she ran with it and she asked permission to run with it. The other thing that I read is that it was the producer's idea Oh wow! to drum up this idea of the biggest reason to see House of Wax is to, quote, see Paris die. And they made T-shirts and they were selling these T-shirts. Paris Hilton is posing next to these T-shirts. It just feels, I don't know why, I know that it's meant, if it's meant in good fun, and Paris Hilton's a very savvy businesswoman, so yeah, she, yeah. she is. understandably would capitalize on something like this. Uh, it just feels, I don't know if it's my sensibilities. It's mean. It feels very yeah. mean, and yeah. it feels very wrong. That, yeah. would, that would make me cry. Yeah. In my mind, I really hope that it was her that was like, look, if they're all going to be talking shit about me, and if y'all are going to be like, yeah, come watch her die or whatever, which is a huge fucking spoiler. Why are you even yeah, saying that? No shit. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to get my coin. I'm going to sell the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that narrative. And she, yeah. she is very smart. That's the thing, is people still think of Simple Life Paradise. Paris Hilton and that was a persona you know Mm -hmm. she is smart I would hope that she would capitalize off of that if it's gonna happen anyway yeah it is happening anyway you know what I mean yeah and I did I read a thing with the director and they were like well what did you um think of Paris Hilton being cast and he goes well it's you know it's a good it's a good thing and a bad thing but we're it's a win-win he goes because the people that love Paris Hilton are going to come see the movie, and the people that don't, he goes, well, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a good reason to come see the movie. But you are you already did. It's like yeah, you just did. I I don't think I I don't understand. I guess the mentality of a person that hates a celebrity so much that they're like, I want to see literally. You know, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm too soft, man. Yeah. I would I would cry every day if people were like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go see that because I want to see Renee get fucking killed. <laughs> I would be like. <laughs> I'm retiring. Like you're going to be Vincent with the mask. You will yeah, never see me that's again. It, dude. No, I'm too it's, sensitive. It's going to be grave encounters. Blur, blur my fucking face. I never existed. No, I am no longer in this film. That hurts too much. My heart is too soft. Skin too thin. So I remember all of this happening in front of that lady's uh, on her lawn. Oh, her this, this the, murder. Yeah, this whole happening. The I, window lady. Yeah, I remember all this happening in town for some reason. Mm. So when I watched it for the show and it did not happen in town, I was like, why? Like, 
even before I started the movie, I was like, when this happened, I was like, okay, she's going to run into the town somehow. Oh, here it comes. Oh, no, she's not. Wait, where is she? I was like, what the I, fuck? I, I think that your brain made it make more sense that this happened in town because what the fuck is this sugar milk? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, okay, yeah, no, no. Word, it's <laughs> mentioned later. Yeah, but let me tell you straight up. I thought she fell asleep and this is a crossover. This is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Hey, for a second. That makes way yeah. more sense than whatever's happening. It does happening. make yeah. more sense. <laughs> but um, no, and I do want to say um, the performance as well is is perfectly serviceable. No, yeah. Especially here. Yeah. 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 I the think... fright, the fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Well done. Y'all leave Paris Hilton alone in 2005. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop. But back in Ambrose, as they slink through the town, Nick confirms with Carly that Bo has a brother. She says he does. His name is Vincent, and he did a lot of the work at the House of Wax. So she assumes that he's the one doing the wax. When Nick spots a hunting store, he heads straight for it. He finds the door locked and starts to wind up to throw his wrench through the window, but Carly (laughs) stops him. She asks why he has to be so stubborn, saying that if he does that, it'll make too much noise and Bo will find them. Nick reasons that Bo is going to find them anyway, but if he's able to get into that store, Bo might not want to. He throws his wrench through the window, shattering it loudly. He climbs up to a wax figure in the window holding a crossbow and takes it from him. He sees a sign, come visit Trudy's world-famous town of wax. While Carly waits for her brother on the street, Bo appears out of nowhere and fires at them with a shotgun. He (laughs) shatters the glass door of the store instead of hitting either one of them, and they both run down the street into a theater with the sign for the beauty pageant outside. (laughs) I just want to say, if the point of this is to turn them into wax people, yeah. Why are you going to blow them away <laughs> with a shotgun? Fair enough. Well, they're just being a pain in the ass now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll get more wax people. Yeah, it's fine. This is just a vendetta now. <laughs> I thought it was so funny because she was telling him that and he was like, he's going to come anyway. And on cue, Bo's like, you got it, <laughs> hey, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> they run past the ticket booth and a movie poster for whatever happened to baby Jane. In the auditorium, they go past an eternally shushing wax usher. Suddenly, the screen starts playing Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Baby Jane Hudson, played by Betty Davis, croons, I've written a letter to daddy. Love this yes. so much. I, I do want to say, at this moment, I literally put in my notes, because again, I don't remember this movie. Yeah. I said, would you just sit down and freeze or something, or is that too cartoon? Now, <laughs> yeah. go on. Go on. <laughs> I did want to say how interesting it is. I really enjoyed this because I love whatever happened to Baby Jane. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a very toxic sibling dynamic in that movie. Yes. And so I think that it was very purposeful and very smart that this was the movie that is forever, I guess, <laughs> playing in the theater, yeah, yeah. or at least for now or whatever. Right. Because you have two. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty brilliant. But Bo heads inside, reloading his shotgun in the lobby before entering the auditorium. The movie continues and Bo calls out that he knows they're here. Smartly, he starts to count the wax figures in the seats facing the screen. But Carly (laughs) does sit among the figures motionless. (laughs) But Bo goes past her. I just want to point out that Bo has been up close and personal with both of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He also is well aware of the wax figures they've made. <laughs> so it shouldn't be this hard. It should not be very difficult at all. It's almost like he's playing with them. Yeah. yeah. But why would he be? I don't know. <laughs> 
Baby Jane Hudson dances on screen as Edwin Flagg, played by Victor Buono, plays the piano. And when Bo comes to a wax figure with <laughs> a similar hairstyle to Carly, <laughs> he pokes its head with his gun. But obviously it's not her. She had a hair like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he continues stalking the seats of the theater before squinting up and finally spotting Carly. He takes a shot at her and she ducks, resulting in the destruction of a goth wax figure behind her. This is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we see underneath the wax, that shot is yeah. great. Oh yeah. Again. Yeah. I'm it's not all. No, it's not. Yeah. That's there the thing. is good here. Is it's not like no, it has its moments. It like has its moments. Yeah, like yeah. the moments that are good are great. Yeah. Nick pops out of his hiding spot now and shoots Bo in the arm with the crossbow. Bo is knocked down long enough for the siblings to run out of the theater, but he gets back up and fires, shooting the wax usher and causing blood in his real eyeball to be exposed. You can't even be a wax figure in peace now. No. Nope. You come in here, you're busting up the joint. It's like, dude. I'm trying to watch the yeah. movie. Yeah. And I'm trying to work, dude. Like, yeah. I got to bring home wax money to my wax wife. <laughs> Gotta put wax food on the wax <laughs> for my wax kids. Well, it's all wax. <laughs> <laughs> on the screen, baby Jane Hudson and Edwin admire each other's musical abilities. In the lobby, Bo enters to find Nick poised and ready. As Carly hides behind the ticket booth, Nick shoots Bo in the chest with another bolt. Nick takes the shotgun away and finds that the shells inside are empty. He tells Carly to check him for ammo, and she does. I don't know why he's having his sister search the yeah, body. I but thought that okay. too. I don't know either, and I don't know why they're being so ginger with this body. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, yeah, no. The head is coming off. <laughs> oh, one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. He's tried to murder you, like, yeah. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, no, no, don't, don't. Don't wake him. Don't wake yeah. him. <laughs> but she quickly searches his pants and shirt pockets and finds nothing. She takes the shotgun away from him and drops it behind the snack bar. I don't know why they let it go, yeah. but mm. she tells her brother that they need to go now. They leave the figure of Miss Ambrose stuck behind them forever smiling and waving. I did read that the film opened with the brothers attacking or getting the woman that this wax figure was made of. Oh. And that that is what Vincent is working on when they show up. Oh, So they okay, went okay. and found a Miss Ambrose and that is... You know, it's kind of set up that way. Then you see him working on the wax figure later. And then now it's the reveal of that's that's oh, her. Because okay, okay. we saw her earlier, but we didn't get to see her earlier. Right. You know, that would have been very interesting. I yeah. think that would have been cool because it would kind of bring it back. Yeah. That's why I'm like, how much of this did get cut? How you like I'm I'm interested to know that because right. that would have been interesting to see. Yeah. You know, but. On the street, Nick suggests that they get out of here, but Carly says they can't leave Wade and Dalton behind. With Bo's house up the street, Nick devises a plan. He's going to go up there and get her phone out of the truck while she goes back to the road to Paige and Blake at the campsite. Carly refuses to leave her brother, and he asks why she needs to be so damn stubborn, and the two share a look and the irony of the moment. I was like, are they about to kiss? Yeah. This is when I'm like, I, I, what, what, the, what am I watching? See, this is, it's the framing and it's the proximity. Yeah. And they, know, have, they have chemistry together. The yeah. actors do. Yeah. that That's my note. I'm glad you guys are staying together. Don't kiss your sister. Literally. Like, yeah. it, it, like back up a little. 
Just a little. It's, it's like, like you're looking. You look. <laughs> you look more in love with him than you ever did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did what, what did Frank Reynolds say on the bloopers? He's like, because there's no future in it. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> just don't. It's gross, dude. It's disgusting. But I'm. I'm just so glad that I'm not the only one that, that thought that. No. Because I was like, what the? F- yeah. This is a little. Wh- Do you not have any siblings? Whoever wrote this. Yeah. Who directed this? It was written by twin brothers. Come on, oh. dude. Come on. Yeah. But again, maybe the lines could have been direct, could have been delivered in a way where it is. Why do you got to be so damn stubborn? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, why do you got like, it's, it's like flirty. I don't know. It's it fucking was weird. a little weird. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I think maybe it is just that they have better chemistry than her and Wade did. Yeah, yeah they so do. You can't see that on the screen. But when you see this here, yeah, it's an innocent moment. But the fact that you guys are playing better together that hurts the other performance with the guy who's who's supposed, supposed to be, to be. yeah because yeah. there was nothing there I, no. I just found this weird as fuck <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> next scene next scene yeah, yeah. maybe we're not gonna cover house <laughs> <laughs> it's all at the end <laughs> but nick finally relents saying that if they stay together nothing will happen to them they go to the truck and carly searches under the seat again but is still unable to find her phone She looks at the house and says that Wade went in there, but he never came back out. Nick says that they'll go inside and do one quick pass of the house. But if they don't find Wade or Dalton, they still need to get out of here. Carly agrees. They sneak up to the back of the house and Carly grabs a baseball bat leaning against it before they quietly let themselves inside. Inside, Carly tries the phone but sets it back down when all she gets is a busy signal. They search the first floor and Carly finds guns set behind a locked case and a pane of glass. Nick uses the bat to break the glass, but when they still can't get into the box and find that it's bolted to the wall, they go in search of a key. Carly opens a drawer and finds more headlines that the family didn't find suitable for framing. The headlines alert that conjoined twins were born to the local couple and that their father performed the controversial procedure of separating them. She finds pictures of young Bo and young Vincent, played by Thomas Adamson and Sam Harkis. One of the little boys appears to be missing an eye, presumably from the operation. She finds a picture of them when they were still conjoined as babies, one brother's face fused to the back of the other's head. But she's interrupted when Bo stumbles into the house loudly. She and Nick both rush to hide. Doesn't he call out? He's like, brother, yeah. <laughs> they, they got me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I'm dying, Vince. <laughs> Vince. <laughs> Bolts still sticking out of his body. Bo grunts and pants as he moves through his house. When he gets to the kitchen where Nick has been hiding behind the fridge, Nick is nowhere in sight. Bo stands over the sink turns the water on and screams as he pulls the bolt out of his arm. He then wraps his arm in a dirty towel. Very good. Yeah, I don't understand why they're letting him use a medic pack. Like, I, <laughs> if you're watching yeah, this dude. Yeah, you're right, yeah. though. Both of them are watching him. And you okay. have a bat. Come and up behind now, him and yeah. knock his block off. Oh, but he's mm-hmm. not tightening that enough. I should go tie that for him. <laughs> what the fuck are you no, doing? It's, it's called pressure. <laughs> it's yeah. like, man. Bo. Um, <laughs> can I can I call you? Uh, I think my thing as well is there's got to be a better way to pull an arrow out of your arm. 
Uh, I I I, I think with the way that the the tips are at the like the front of it, uh-huh. I don't know. Well, what he does is in a minute, I'm like, why didn't you do that to the first yeah. one? Hold on. I don't well, know. <laughs> <laughs> Give this one a little haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has ventured deeper into the house and found the office that drew Wade's attention. When he sees a light coming up from the trap door, he opens it. Bo continues his procedure, attempting to pull the bolt from his chest, but taking a small break to vomit into the sink. (laughs) He's like, this hurts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Instead, he takes a pair of pliers and just cuts the bolt down smaller. Carly peeks up from her hiding spot behind the pool table to watch this, but ducks back down when headlights of a car sweep across the windows. Outside, the tow truck from the garage pulls up, pulling Blake's truck with it. In the back, Blake and Paige's bodies are completely exposed. Boldly, Carly looks out the window and sees them before ducking back down when Vincent and the dog from the House of Wax get out of the cab. When Bo comes into the room to look out the window, Carly quietly rolls underneath the pool table. Bo looks out at the truck with disdain, and as he makes his way to the front door, he mutters that he told him not to do that. He opens the door and yells out that he's never supposed to leave here without him. He yells at his brother, asking what's wrong with him and calling him stupid. Vincent comes into the house and tries to inspect the wound in his brother's chest, but Bo pulls away from him and yells at him. He's like, dick! like Vincent's a dog. And when Vincent finally goes away from him, Bo calls his brother a fucking freak. It's your brother, man. Yeah. Vincent starts looking through the drawers before finally finding matches and lighting a candle. He holds a spoon to the flame to heat it up before pressing it to the hole that Paige made in his mask. He's still just preoccupied with fixing it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it seems as though they're setting up uh, Vincent as almost like more of a sympathetic brother of the Mm -hmm. two. Right. So why have him murder so viciously? I don't know. I feel like th- that should be something that only Bo does. Yeah. To kind of sell some of these moments that come later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think have Vincent more like a leather face. Like exactly. he's more afraid of you than you are of him. Yeah, like yeah. he only attacked Wade because he's in his house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. No, but he went out there he, for Paige and Blake. He drove yeah. there. <laughs> like that's a lot, yeah. dude. And he didn't even know where the campsite was. Only Bo did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I don't Unless know. Vincent took the truck out that night. We didn't see who was no, behind the true. wheel. That is true. Yeah. I thought it was the guy from the Wallflowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but as Vincent looks at his reflection in the toaster to fix his mask, Bo softens and tells him that the town is looking really good and they've almost finished what their mother started. He says the two he brought are good and they'll fit perfectly. He continues that Vincent's work is more real now and their mother would be proud because she always said that Vincent's talent would make up for what God took away from him. He says that there's still two more though and they still have a lot of work to do. Bo goes into the living room and finds a picture on the floor. He quietly begins to search for the intruders and when he sinks down to look underneath the pool table, Carly is gone. He's like, I don't remember leaving my throwback Thursday yeah. photos. <laughs> Someone's in the house. <laughs> Still clutching the bat, she walks quietly up the stairs. When someone grabs her and puts their hand over her mouth, she starts to scream, but it's only Nick. I don't know how neither brother hears this. Yeah. Because she's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just saying... 
I had a pool table before, and th- that pool table was high. Yeah, you could have seen her ass the whole yeah. time laying under there. <laughs> like I'm and sorry, there was, there was a lot of yeah, space. Even her being on the other side, clearly someone's hiding right there. <laughs> see, once again, it's like they're toying with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pretend you don't see her. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's like playing hide and seek with the <laughs> little kid. Where wow. are you? She's so good. <laughs> But as he leads her down into the trap door, Carly breaks the news that Paige and Blake are dead. But Nick just says that they have to go. They go through the tunnels beneath the house past a rattling generator. Nick says that he can't see anything. And when he finds the fuse box, he flips random switches trying to give them more light. Instead, he's operating the lights and activity in the town above them. Well, don't stop him now. Yeah, (laughs) He's having such a good time. upstairs it was funny because Bo and Vincent are just looking out the window to all the lights in the buildings turning on and off (laughs) Bo smiles because now he knows exactly where Nick and Carly are yeah Nick finally flips a switch that turns on a light above them and they continue forward it leads them to Vincent's workshop Nick finds Dalton's red hat and looks across the room at Vincent's wax contraption a body sits inside covered in wax but Dalton's eyes stare out at Nick I don't know when Vincent had time to do this because he was just at the campsite. Yes. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, I, whatever. I will say, like, if I'm if I'm Nick, I don't know anything about anything, dude. Yeah. I'm like, they turned him into a Cenobite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I don't know what's going on. Nick vows <laughs> to get him out of here. But when he pulls on Dalton's head just a little, it detaches from his body. <laughs> oh my God. Did by here did he mean this life? <laughs> yeah. Because you did that. What the oh, hell? Don't dude. worry, buddy. <laughs> I'll save you. Yeah, right off that mortal <laughs> coil. That I look. I well, but his head wasn't attached to his body. It only had wax holding it oh, together. Oh, that's true. That's true. So he was already dead. Um, yeah, I'm like, I forget. I'm like, Nick, it's not your fault. No, <laughs> you have no way of knowing this. He was already decapitated. Oh no. Okay, I'm sorry because I was gonna say, well, wait, hold on though, because Wade was alive, but he didn't cut Wade's head off. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I take Dalton, it back. I take it yeah, Dalton was pre dead. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, <laughs> see, I, I forgot about that, and I was like, "Wow, it, it was really weak to begin with." Like, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, like anything could have done this. Wow, Nick, you're strong. <laughs> That's why you got that scholarship. He's <laughs> got a hell of an arm. <laughs> Carly begins to sob, and Nick fights the urge to vomit and comforts his sister as best he can. We get shots of someone racing down the hallway, like fucking flying down the hallway. And Vincent steps into the room, carrying a knife in each hand. And we know it's Vincent because Carly says, that's Vincent. (laughs) (laughs) That's him. That's him. (laughs) Why? Why? She's like, he was the other Sinclair brother. Now, Doc Sinclair. He's like, shut shut up. I don't need to know who that is. I just need to know how how to get out of here. (laughs) I just took my best friend's head off. (laughs) I'm going through a lot. Nick goes after him, but Vincent slashes his chest and he goes down. Vincent goes for Carly next, and when he knocks her over, she hits a lever that causes the fire underneath the vat of wax to burn out of control. Nick gets back up and manages to get the upper hand on Vincent, throwing him to the ground. When Vincent gets back to his feet, Nick pulls a chain, tipping the vat of wax over. It pours into the grate below and the fire rages, stopping Vincent in his tracks before he can get to Nick. Carly yells at her brother to hurry and they run out of the room. They run down a hallway with the wax faces frozen into it until they come up in the house of wax. 
This was like a Batman movie for a second. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No what is shit. This? I, I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> I was just so like, I think I'm easily impressed sometimes, but the way that the wax looked. No, that yeah, looked, looked cool. Great, going into the fire. Yeah. Was like, wow. But it was like, you'll never catch me. Bats. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, but yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's pretty good. They run through the kitchen where Carly sees the high chairs in the corner. Next to Vincent's, we can now clearly see that the second high chair belonged to Bo. Mm. And Mm. Bo's high chair was the one with the restraints. Wow. This is news to me. But again, as we said, this was already revealed. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But what? Like three hours ago. Yeah. It was what I felt like three hours ago. (laughs) All you have to do is not show that. Yeah. Yeah. But they continue into the next room where Wade sits, still frozen at the piano, the skin on half of his face gone. <laughs> I was like, Wade? <laughs> Come on, Wade. Dude, okay, so she had more of a reaction to Dalton's corpse. Dalton might have been right. That she likes it. Yeah. yeah because she was like, Wade? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Carly is upset, but Nick urges her to just keep going. When they get to the front room, though, Bo is waiting. A fight ensues between Nick and Bo. When Bo tosses Nick away, Carly hits him in the back with her baseball bat, but Bo just punches her in the face. She goes flying across the room and looks knocked out. Back in the workshop, the fire rages on and Vincent uses his mattress as cover to walk through the flames toward the way out. I didn't know you could do that. No. I don't know if, if I would advise anyone to do that. <laughs> That's what I'm... See, it's not like... So the bottom of them is fireproof. I guess. But just the yeah. front, right? I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that fire is firing. Yeah. Like, it is raging. <laughs> A hole burns in the floor of the wax museum, letting the flames below lick up at the women and man attending the eternal tea party. Nick and Bo continue to whoop each other's asses as the building around them melts. Bo begins to choke Nick, but Nick grabs onto the piece of bolt still sticking out of his chest and Bo loses his strength. Nick is able to get on top of him, but is out of commission when Bo stabs him in the leg and kicks him away. It's funny, too, because any fight scene when they get punched or kicked, these motherfuckers fly across yeah. the room. It is so over the top. It's it great. Is. Oh, it is. Carly is back in the game now and hits Bo in the face with the bat, knocking him back down to the floor. As the fire continues to burn holes into the ground, Carly continues to bash Bo's face. But... Boots slide in the slippery wax floor as they walk toward Carly. Nick warns his sister as Vincent approaches her, but instead of attacking her, he goes straight onto the ground with his brother. When he sees Bo's ruined face, he screams in agony and turns his sights toward Carly. Carly tries to get Nick to his feet, but he isn't able and just tells Carly to run. She runs up the melting staircase with Vincent on her trail and Nick yelling useless threats after him. He's like, I swear to God, if you touch yeah. her. Dude, I <laughs> laughed so hard. That was hard. really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. As the wax melts from the figures around him, Nick struggles to pull the knife from his leg. I did very quickly want to talk about the house melting. Uh-huh. Because it appears a house of wax is melting, and it's because a house of wax is melting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They made two scale models. Yeah. I think one was one-tenth scale, and one was one-third scale. Okay. And so they were able to get these shots and kind of composite them in around these actors. Oh, all right. That is so cool. Yeah. I I don't know how you do that with any efficiency to know that it's going to be that good. Right, right. Uh, The special effects or visual effects, excuse me, supervisor was John Breslin who did work on The Matrix. Oh, all right. So I think he he did something with fire on The Matrix, which helped him here, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is that the actual wax house that they built for the production 
if you're doing your scale models and you're going to switch out some things, mm-hmm. you can give the bigger stuff for that, like holes falling right. on the floor, stuff like that. But when you have actors running up against walls that are melting, you need to make these actual walls yeah. look like they're melting. And so to do that, it took two hours of setups. Jeez. And so between these takes and these filmings, they would have to stop sometimes and do another two hours. <laughs> oh, God man. damn. And so it took forever. So you're doing all these things at once, once in real, the actual size of the house, yeah. one third, one tenth, and compositing all this together. Jeez. That is wild. Yeah. That is so impressive. It's, it's, it's incredible yeah well because when you see the house of wax you're like i want to see that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. like you you know <laughs> yeah. it's coming you know what i mean and there's i mean i don't know why it's like those it's almost like those videos you see on instagram that are like um you show them like not asmr but they're like the satisfying to see thing yeah. Oh, yeah yeah um that's how it feels whenever they're slicking through this wax yes. yeah it looks visually awesome oh yeah, yeah no it's so satisfying when they're digging through walls mm-hmm. it just looks cool like yeah, i want to go to there yeah like not the fire not, part no, no. Like the- let's go before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did want to say very quickly because i didn't i wasn't able to look up all the details but i did read that a candle was left burning on a soundstage at some point and it started a huge fire that ruined the entire soundstage oh, holy shit. shit and so like there was a lawsuit it was from warner brothers the australian like it was it was pretty crazy but i think they settled out of court for like seven million or something like that oh just yeah <laughs> but i was like oh because i'm like i bet it was this like yeah, yeah. it is a huge massive fire i can easily see this getting out of control oh, yeah. but it was like no someone left a candle burning i was like what oh wow <laughs> yeah it was just but i don't know oh i did also want to talk about the wax figures melting um they are actually melting these wax figures mm-hmm. and they have constructed them with uh musculature skeletal Man. system Damn. and um the way that they do it is because the way that the wax is melting it's very slow yeah yeah so they had to speed it up but also slow it down to where it looks like it wasn't sped up. So it's just very, very, very good visual effects work. Yeah, yeah. that is incredible. It looks good. Yeah, it does. it does. But on the second floor, Vincent's boot sinks into the ground slightly as he goes after Carly. She closes herself in a bedroom with two little conjoined wax babies in a crib. Nick goes after them, struggling to climb the rapidly melting stairs. Carly pushes the crib in front of the door, leaving a deep trail as she does so. But Vincent is able to easily punch through the door with his knife. He slices down, inadvertently separating the two babies in the crib as he does so. Vincent forces his way inside and eyes Carly through his melting mask. Now, she allowed him to make an entrance. She did. (laughs) She did. She had plenty of time to start swinging. Again, and never did. And I'm sorry, the house is on fire. We don't have time for symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it was like, oh, I kind of yeah. liked it. No, it was cool. I, <laughs> I'm just being a jerk for no reason. <laughs> Carly tries to reason with him, telling him that she heard them talking before and that he doesn't need to listen to his brother. He doesn't need to do this. She says that she saw the scars and the high chairs and she assures Vincent that he isn't the freak. Bo was. It's like, now don't be talking shit about my brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're just going to piss him off more. Yeah. And uh, you saw how he wailed when he found his brother. Yeah. yeah. He loves his brother. He loves him a lot. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Nick is still trying to climb the melting stairs as the first floor comes crashing down below him. But Carly continues, assuring Vincent that he's an artist and Bo just used him. She asks if he really thinks that his mother would have wanted him to do this. See, and wouldn't this be better if Vincent had never killed anyone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would. She begs him to not kill her and runs out of the room. 
As Vincent goes after her, Nick runs in and tackles him to the bed. Vincent is able to get on top, though, but before he can stab Nick, Nick pulls away his mask. We finally see Vincent, also played by Brian Van Holt, missing a section of his face, including his eye, because of the procedure. Nick. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> and um, The Omen, when Gregory Peck saw that guy and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's this. <laughs> that was my favorite thing yeah. in the world. Now Nick pulls off the mask and he goes, oh, shit. It's yeah, like, really, <laughs> really, dude. <laughs> don't do that no. and i do want to point out they showed when this was being filmed half of the actor's face is green screened okay oh and so that's all visual effects and it that, looks yeah, really it good, looks good. Yeah. but you don't re- need to react don't like do that <laughs> he calls for carly and she runs in no <laughs> uh. no 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 you have Vincent holding a knife forcibly over Nick, and yeah. they're struggling together to see if he is going to die or not. Yeah. And he calls Carly, and Carly runs in with the posture of, where do you want me, coach? Yeah. Where do I want you? Get Save my him life. off of me. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him with something hard. She is terrible on timing. It's unbelievable. Terrible. <laughs> But she finally pulls the knife out of Nick's leg and at her brother's insistence, plunges it repeatedly into Vincent's gut. The fight goes out of Vincent and Nick kicks him off the bed. Again, <laughs> he goes flying. <laughs> when he lands on the floor, he falls through immediately and the floor gives way. Nick and Carly land on the ever melting and disappearing stairs and Vincent lands on the remains of the first floor directly on top of his brother in the position that they were born conjoined in symbolism i liked it i liked it (laughs) i i mean i i get it but i mean i I kind of feel like it was already we knew what was gonna happen well you know but i I don't feel like it had that much of a punch okay i can say that it was just kind of like oh all right (laughs) they get to be together so you're saying you don't care about Bo and vincent you I don't <laughs> care about a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> You're not emotionally invested in not the Sinclairs. Really, no. I got it. I got it. As the wax swallows the brothers, Carly and Nick ponder how they're going to get out of here. And then Chris Kattan appears and pulls the. Wait, 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 wait. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong Dark Castle movie. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> wrong Vincent Price adaptation. My bad. <laughs> The floor disappearing next to them, Carly decides to carve through the wall. They're able to make a hole and climb through the other side onto the giant house of wax sign. The sign melts, taking them down to the ground with it, but the landing is soft and they were able to crawl out. So the sign and them on it is really the only thing that's real in this shot. Okay. And that's really cool. The rest of the melting house is composited in. Yeah. They watch from the street as the House of Wax melts in on itself and the brothers are completely engulfed. The next morning, police and paramedics and investigators flood the streets of Ambrose. When an officer walks by with Dalton's camera and an evidence bag, Nick tries to stop him. The sheriff, played by Andy Anderson, comes to the ambulance that he and Carly sit in and apologizes, saying that the camera is evidence. He asks if they're okay and they don't answer, but they don't really need to. The sheriff assures them that they're going to get them to a hospital, but Carly just wants to know how they didn't know that any of this was happening. The sheriff explains that the town is hard to get to, and it's been abandoned for 10 years ever since that sugar mill shut down. Mm. Very good. That explains everything. (laughs) 
it's not even on the map. He says that all the cars at the factory were people that Bo and Vincent had been pulling off the road. If it wasn't for the smoke from the fire, they never would have known. Someone pulls him away and Carly and Nick are left alone to watch the bustle in the streets of Ambrose before being driven away. In the back of the ambulance, Nick pulls Dalton's camera out of his shirt that he stole from the officers. I don't know when he did this. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. Yeah. And honestly, why do you need it? He says that there are good memories on here and it didn't feel right to leave them behind. Yeah, what? all of Dalton's peeping. Yeah, great. Yeah, no <laughs> Great shit. memories. Yeah. Great. He's like, there's great shots of you in here, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Carly asks if he's okay and Nick assures her that they are okay. Back in Ambrose, Mm-mm. someone radios the sheriff to say that they looked into the Sinclair family. Trudy and the doctor didn't have two sons. They had three. Oh, my God. In the ambulance. <laughs> John Pollock's so mad. In the ambulance. Go on. The score grows <laughs> tense as they pass Lester sitting in the back of his truck with the dog. With the smile, he waves at them. Mm-hmm. The credits roll as Helena by oh. Mike and Romance plays. I was very excited. John Paul finished this movie and I heard him shut it off immediately. <laughs> I was a little sad. Look, I I will have to give an extra point for My Chemical Romance. Literally. My teenage heart smiled. Yes. So big. Um, but what the fuck's going on with Lester? <laughs> yeah. I'm, but you know what? This is a little ridiculous because there is nothing. I, I would have liked, like, maybe if you're looking closely when she's looking through the newspapers, maybe there's an announcement for that third brother okay, or something. Yeah, yeah. But there, I, I, as far as I know, and I'm not an expert on this film, I've watched it twice, I, you know, to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I could see, there's no little Easter eggs that there is a third brother. If there is, tell me. I would be very interested. Right. But... I was like, okay, so if this has been abandoned for 10 years and it's not even on the map, why the fuck did Lester say, I know a guy named Bo or whatever? That's, yeah, yeah. That explains that, yeah. at least. Yeah, I guess. So I was like, oh. You well, know. allow it, but yeah. not not a lot. Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's like the movie's mocking me. <laughs> it wa- It's like, just take it. Take it. Take the point. You, yeah, I You're don't need yeah, I was like, you don't need him. I was like, uh. <laughs> but I have to ask. So, what did you guys think of House of Wax? I, the movie, man, um, <laughs> the movie was fun. Okay, I yes. think a lot that took me out was their poor decisions. Um, the characters didn't really have much for me to relate to or to like or to kind of like. It was really weird. Um. I don't even want to say predictable because it wasn't predictable. I I just don't know. Maybe it is the chemistry in some of the choice, like the people playing different roles Mm -hmm. or whatever, or I don't know. It was, it was very, I, 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 let me put it like this. I won't not recommend someone to watch this movie. Um, it again, it wasn't a so bad. It's good poll. So I mean, (laughs) I I get it. yeah. Yeah. But but still, for me, yeah, this is, it's just, it's not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how someone can watch this and have an absolute blast. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Because the three of us had a ridiculous time <laughs> yeah. just talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I see how it can be somebody's nostalgic favorite Yeah. from this era, because I know people, a lot of people are very nostalgic for early 2000s horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, personally, and I, th- I always, I don't understand this. This is the era of horror that I grew up in, early two thousands horror. Right. It's my least favorite era. 
man, you, just got, you got to take it for what it is, man. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> uh, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I I had an okay time. It was uh, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I I think that there's just so much of it that needs work. Mm-hmm. And I'm very bummed out of all the amazing work that did go into it. That's yeah. the thing. But was kind of, you know, I don't want to, I'm not saying wasted or anything like that, but I feel like I would have loved for the level of characterization and really screenwriting to meet right. this production design. Well, you Agreed. know, the film is about duality. Is it now? And so yeah. you got to <laughs> have the good twin in there and the bad twin in there. And the sure. good twin is the, the production good twin design. Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I honestly had way more fun than I thought that I would. I had even more fun talking about it today. Yes. This was a fucking blast for me. I'm not even going to lie. There were so many moments where I laughed out loud because it was just so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the, and the budget that they had was something crazy. Uh, yeah, like $44 million or something, something like, that. like that. The, yeah. the budget was Damn, wild. Well, we have, and I know that this all came after... But we've seen really great work from the director. We've seen really great yeah. work from the screenwriters. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know that it was in there. <laughs> Maybe not yet in 2005. I don't know. But there is just something about this that it was campy. Yes. I would say not campy enough. Yeah. Um took itself maybe too seriously in that respect if they would have leaned into the silliness which i know you say a lot if they would have leaned into that a little bit more but maybe i wouldn't have liked it as much i don't know there's some there's some weird dichotomy here where it's like oh one scene i can be like this is awful yeah and then the next scene i'm laughing because it's bad and then the next scene i'm like oh that looked really great it is like my neck is breaking from the whiplash of me (laughs) just going it, it is it is such a strange film especially to revisit now Mm -hmm. because like i said at the top it is such a time capsule of the early 2000s -hmm. and for me that is a big pro yeah because we what did we just say that was kind of timeless evil dead yeah yes evil dead if you're like this takes place here or here or here yeah okay sure you cannot fucking tell me that this happened in any other time yeah, in no, no. <laughs> it's mostly because of that fucking song <laughs> yeah not only that and their phones are like generic white weird looking phones like you can't even tell what the, the fuck phones, they are paris hilton's outfit the yeah, music no, i yeah, mean yeah. it's just it's paris oh, hilton paris yeah. hilton <laughs> it is just i i love that part of it yeah and so it is you know kind of like the figures are frozen in the wax it's like that time period yeah. they froze it in wax for me and thank you you know i love it i gotta say that simile was fantastic thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> but i guess we can just you know melt on into ratings yeah. Nah, yeah, mm. oh you're pushing <laughs> it <laughs> i get one compliment and I put it back. Um, i'm kidding you're doing great <laughs> like i said uh, it was. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that you go into this knowing that it is. I I will say for the record, it's not a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. not a good movie. Um, you're still gonna have fun. I had a lot of fun. I think that the set designs, the set pieces, the um effects. Mm-hmm. just that alone for me is worth the watch, even though the rest of it, you know, doesn't exactly live up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really fun to kind of jump in a time machine and go back to this time period. Uh, it That was a treat to oh, be yeah. honest. It was, it was really cool. 
Um, negatively, you know, uh, some of the performances, I'll say maybe miscasting, like we were talking about before. Okay. Some of that was weird. Obviously, the character development, I really would have loved to love Wade. Yes. Yeah. I really, because it feels like they're setting him up as this very patient guy. He is pushed and pushed and pushed and he stays cool. Mm -hmm. Like he just wants to live in a small town, but he's still supporting his girl. You know what I mean? Like, but then he's playing with the pig toy. But then he's like, or whatever. And you lose me. It's too much. I don't like you. No, I don't know who you are. Nick, they're constantly wavering back and forth on if he's good or bad. Mm -hmm. I get the, the baby face turn or whatever, because I think that the point here or a point here is that there is no one person is good and one person is bad. Yes. You know, we are a mix of both of these things. Everyone is in varying degrees, you know? So I think that that was interesting. That's why I think it would have been better if maybe Carly had made a mistake and okay. Nick is covering up for her because he's like, you're the good twin and I'm the bad twin. But when at the end, it's like, <laughs> you're the good twin and I'm the less good twin. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're still perfect. Yeah. Right. No other twin, no other sibling, even whatever happened to baby Jane. Mm-hmm. No, nobody is. There's no one good one. And there shouldn't be. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, Vincent, he's I'm, out here. Fucking, no, you shut <laughs> up. <laughs> See how mean she is? No, <laughs> I'm the bad sibling. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, even with all of those cons, and there are a lot of cons, that song, you mm. know, at the campsite, was, <laughs> I was look, the biggest one. I yeah. went in a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't, no, I don't no, apologize. Yeah. That, that was bad. You don't need to apologize. No. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I still think that this is, it should be watched. It is not good. It's yeah. not a good movie. Please don't. <laughs> take my score or me gushing over the early 2000s to say that this is a good film because it's not Mm -hmm. but i will say that i had fun i enjoyed the camp that we did get and i enjoyed the effects um i enjoyed most of the music yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it has its many problems as we have already detailed so on a scale from one to ten melting museums hmm and I keep going back and forth, but honestly, fuck it. I am going to give House of Wax 2005 seven out of 10 melting museums. Wow. I know it is too high, but there are a lot of factors, nostalgia being one of them, not for the film, but for the early 2000s, <laughs> that went into that decision. And the fact that I do think that so much hard work went into the effects and the sets it needs to be seen if only for that. Okay. Yeah, I accounted for that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a tune. <laughs> but I feel like there were very interesting themes in this film that just didn't really reach their full potential. But it's like, I see you and I appreciate you. I do see that they're there. So I will now open up the floor. No, I I, I agree. I did have fun watching the movie but uh, most of it was me pausing it and shaking my head. Like it, <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it was it is a fun time, but I feel like a lot of the the dumb decisions that they make, just things. Period. Uh, Carly taking so long to help do anything. Anybody not having a straight like background or like you know what I mean. Like it's just like you said, flip flop here and there. You're me now. Now you're yeah. pooping your friend on the nose <laughs> and whatever. It's like I don't <laughs> with no um. Like yeah, motivation th- yeah, to there's do nothing so. there. Not at all. Um, it 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 did hurt the movie for me. I won't lie. It felt a bit strange. It didn't kind of like 
everything did look good. But again, when something was good looking or something they did was like, okay, cool. Then they, I, I know it sounds mean, but like they opened their mouth and then it was like, (laughs) ah, fuck. I was like, God damn it. What are you doing? Um, but it is a fun movie. I would also same thing. I would recommend it. But again, like you said, I would be like, look, it's one of those so bad. It's good movies, you know? So please don't expect whatever at it. Bet. Say no more. Okay, cool. Um, the, the that little moment that that they share at the and, and towards the end is a little weird. It is a little weird. <laughs> it is about definitely it. weird. Um, Wade, like you said, or was it you, baby? Want you said you wanted to like him? Or I did. No, I really did. I think we all wanted to like. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And, and it just never happened. It just never fucking happened because he turned into this doofus. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really weird. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, there was the, the mo if they had motivations, I didn't really catch it. I didn't really feel any of it. Um, but it, it is a fun movie. Um, but for me on a scale of one to 10 melting museums, you nailed it. All right. I'm going to give house of wax a six. And oh. the only reason I'm giving it that is because of how good it looks. Okay. Everything in there was cool, and I don't want to take away from people who did do a lot of hard work. And the acting isn't that bad. It's not. It's, it's, it's really not. not. But it, it, again, a lot of the decisions, it's like constantly bad decisions. Another bad decision. An- oh, okay. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Another bad decision. <laughs> another. It's like, oh, my God. It's like, how many times are you guys going to fucking do this? I look, I respect both of you a lot. <laughs> and I respect all the amazing people on Patreon who chose this film for us to cover. Yeah. Right. And I also respect everyone who enjoys this film. Yeah. yeah. Has a nostalgic love for this film. Um But but you also do need to I mean, you already know me and John Paul do be liking trash sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I do need to be true to me. That, hey, that's all we ask. That's Literally. It, yeah. I look, the positives, you've already gone over. The production design, effects work. Some of the cinematography yeah. Yeah. is fun. I do like some of the music as well. Mm-hmm. Negatives, that script. Yeah. Yeah. The characterization, the plot even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because like when we were talking before, we were saying that Blake and page were kind of inconsequential yeah honestly you didn't even really need dalton no they yeah. were really just bodies at all uh-uh. the story was really just about carly and nick with a little splash of wade <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. really it um the pacing man yeah what the h yeah. yeah i don't understand how you get an hour 53 movie and it takes an hour and three minutes to get your film going yeah that is very strange yes and the fact that they were so focused on the game and that was nothing no it doesn't matter <laughs> and uh Paige's arc uh, as far as pregnancy being pregnant yeah what is this the internship yeah, nothing no. nothing mattered she's like i guess i'll go right for in style now or whatever <laughs> that was her last line in the film or whatever <laughs> but I mean, I don't know, man. I, I It was fun to watch. Uh, in, in some ways, it was fun to talk about. Great to look at, but there's not much going on under the hood. <laughs> they are missing a 15-inch fan belt. <laughs> Very good. Um, so for me, out of 10 melting museums, I am going to give House of Wax 2005 five melting museums out of 10. I was going to give it a 4.5 because I got to be honest, man, there were a lot of times that I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I could take it. But... <laughs> The what brings me back is that effects work. Yeah, yeah. The brilliant production design and set design; those are gorgeous, and uh, you can't take that away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Paris. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> Paris. <laughs>
Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate House of Wax and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, you are the only one who gets to define yourself. Allowing others to do so could result in your life going up in flames. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned for a special thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> See, we got it, we got Very it. Very good! <laughs> We've been rehearsing all morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a special thank you to... Chris Ontiveros. Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Lala Thomas, Travis Anissa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Jennifer Perez, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Aplin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhard, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M., Gary Horton, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rutter, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M, Scott Troutman Wise, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G, Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Nick Spill, Emma Hagel Kissinger, Valerie G, Emiliana, Brian Glass, CB, Maya Noches, Taylor Santana, Will Lewison, Angelique. Smelly Poo Poo Head, Beth Bauer, Ben Coons, Cookie, Esperanza J, Jason Kyle OKC, Joshua Rumley, Danielle Peralta, Hannah R, Brandon, Nicholas Carter, Sawyer Reese Farr, Dr. Diva Loves Horror, Girl That's Scary, M. Fryback, Cassandra, Andrea Simmons, Ashley Hagetta, William Rush, Ryan Brom, Megan Ochoa, Laura Lassiter, Natalie De Guzman, Eileen O, Marissa E, Sydney, Henry F., Megan M, Paul Jordan, Christy Beck, Nancy and Andy, Amanda Lopez, Cody Graves, Andy Terrell, Wizard Boner, Emel Tafoya, Abigail Spitzer, Katie K, Erica Morin, Cameron S, Nicole Stewart, Tris Wynn, K.87, Mariah Jensen, Carrie A, and Lonnie Lono. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Listen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully ready to get tomatoed for this. <laughs> we love and appreciate you every day, all of y'all. Yeah. And those are Fwax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a stretch. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you love it? I love it. I'm pushing it. Thumbs up. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>